Thanks for listening to the daily podcast of Holmberg's Morning Sickness. It's being brought to you in part by your Valley Chevy dealers. Drive away in a new Chevrolet this President's Day. Visit valleychevy.com for details. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Wednesday. You're about to get blown. It's right. uh, 545. It's about uh, this, time. This is the morning sickness. That hasn't happened for a lot of guys, a lot of people. I got an email from a guy yesterday who said, my wife and I had sex for the first time in four years. I just wanted to Ooh. tell you. Like, four years? Out. What was going on? Goodbye. <laughs> and then she finally goes, all right, let's do this. Hopefully your head didn't come off. But yeah. Yes, I was on my quest for four years. <laughs> for four years I wandered the earth waiting for her to say yes. <laughs> when she did, I ran to her. Like Kane from... On Gossamer Wings, I flew into the room. Yeah, I don't know what he was doing. Yeah, he kung fu'd his way around the planet for a while. and I don't know. But uh, yeah, you're about to get blown. It is windy out there. And uh, by the way, I'm John. There's Brady. Brett, Big Dick Toledo. Uh, This is the morning sickness. And it's uh, windy outside. They're making a huge deal out of it. Like, we've never experienced wind before. But that's what the news does now. Wind. You know, I was wondering the other day, how come the news tells us about, you know, people who got shot at all if you know it's just uh there's no reason to know a guy got shot in peoria ever you know man was shot today in this street and they caught the guy well it's an avenue that's an avenue well yeah of course that's what i'm saying a it's the avenues b it's like that doesn't really affect anything like that was just a that's where it all started though the initial uh it bleeds, it leads. Right, but if you've got, you know, I'm watching the other day, and I'm like, this guy got shot, there was a guy who got shot over here, another guy got stabbed here. I'm like, is the guy still on the loose? No, nah, everything's calm. All right, well, we don't really even need to know, do we? There's like no need to, but this house here, they show you the house, this is where it was. And then the other day, they, were, they had something, uh, it was a car crash. You hear about the car crash? It was a car crash yesterday. Yeah, and there's somebody got hurt in that. I'm like, this isn't news, this is just you saying... This stuff, it's like me and you talking. Like, did you see that thing out in the parking lot? Oh, it's crazy. There's no, like, information. Unless somebody's on the loose. Hey, a guy got shot and we don't know where he is. That's news. Now you're, now you're telling me something to do. Or just complete the whole series. Go run down what's going on in ho- hospice. Hospital. Right. So-and-so yeah. died here. A couple uh, people over here are dead. Yeah, tough one. The guy died in his house. yesterday. He finally checked out. <laughs> Some guy got found dead. It's crazy. They know he's just, it was a heart attack. Dead. It's weird. I was just watching it. And I'm like, that doesn't really mean you have to tell us. They're just filling 30 minutes. And then the transition from like, dude got stabbed three or four times. And brother did it. It's crazy, right? Eh, anyway, how's the weather? How's everybody thinking? Well, was it windy out there? And I was like, Jesus Christ, you're, you're Satan. Uh, but yeah, so it is going to be blowing all over the place. And when there is weather like this, it doesn't matter if somebody gets shot. They just focus in on this for 30 minutes at a time. And it's blowing. They closed all of the roads up north. All of them. Uh, from New Mexico to Vegas, California, closed. I don't know what's going on up there. I've lived here for years and years, and I've never heard those a words. A storm that uh, spans 2,600 miles. <laughs> it is forever, yeah. It's from That's here right. to New York City. But it is crazy. It's uh, 
They just from like it knows the border of Arizona, Nevada, California, all the way over to uh, New Mexico. You're not getting there. You're not doing it. Forty's clo- the forty is closed because wind, and they're worried, you know, that the winds are strong enough to push a truck over. And we were talking this morning. My Jeep is a little cracker box. It's square. They it catches wind. You know, when you feel it, you, you move around. That's kind of the fun of driving one. Is it bumps and wind and things like that keep you on your toes. I got hit with a gust this morning. Watch all the cars in front of me. We all did it. I'm like, even little ones. So my little square car was definitely going to feel it. But the ones in front of me were just regular cars, and I watched them get pushed. So we, we got hit with a couple of good ones this morning. So be careful. Dude, an RV. Yeah. Oh, oh no. Oh, you know, driving around in a, a rig or a, oh, yeah. a box truck, forget it. Be careful, Taz. It's real. But, you know, if you just mind your business, you should be all right if you're any good at driving. But it's, uh, yeah, I've shut down all up north. I, I'm curious. It, they're like, don't come up here. I'm like, no, you're making me want to go up there. Don't you don't want to see this? It's like yeah, no, me, I kind of want to see it. I kind of want to see what you're saying. It's a storm like no other. The National Weather Service. We haven't seen stuff like this in decades. Don't come look at it. I'm like, God damn it! You're you're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. It's just not right. So happy Ash Wednesday. Also, it's also the annual debate of what the hell is this for? For all us normal people watching people dirty up their faces and wander around like. Why are Thanks, Pope Gregory. And I forget every time. That who did it? You yeah. see the first one? Pope Greg yeah. started to smear one. ashes on folks. And then it's a tradition that, you know, it's Basically, like a master. Basically, you uh, arrived here as dust, and you'll... No, I didn't. You'll go home as dust. Um, and eventually be dirt, but and show up as dirt. Slightly paraphrased, but... Yeah, nobody knows that. But either way, it's the thing Slightly where I... And, and I have to keep my mind... Yeah, Brady didn't quote the Bible exactly. <laughs> I was going to say, no kidding. <laughs> you uh, kind of had a... You know the deal. Hey, I'm Pope Greg. I'll wipe some stuff on yeah, your face. Yeah, I get older there, and then that's how come you were here the first time, and you're going to end up that way. Ah, oh, let it be written, let it be done. Six weeks of no alcohol. I'm an oh. ace requiem. Oh, that's what this is. Every year it I forget, off it starts that stupid Lent. thing where people pretend to be decent for six weeks a year and then think they get right with God and then start guzzling vodka. And then Easter stuff. Sunday, you just... Oh. Gluttony. That's a good Friday for some people. Gluttony fun. and horror. But people give up dumb stuff. I'm going to give up my cell phone texting after 2 p.m. until 2.15. Like, oh, wow, God's going to be thrilled with you. <laughs> it's just because I'm so into it. You know what you try to do to people who, that's why, I think that's why uh, the youth are abandoning religion like there's no tomorrow. It's because it makes you quit stuff. And if you had anything you had to admit you were addicted to. It would be uh, TikTok or the internet. And if, you know, the, the one thing that they say is what's the thing that gets most in your way and waste your time and you try to get clear yourself of that. Almost everybody under the age of 30 would say, oh, yeah, I got to get off of that social media. Nobody's quitting social media for 20 days or how, what, how, 40 days. Is that what it is? Yeah. No, nah, doing anything for 40 days. So they're like, I'm not doing that. You guys are buzz kills. Bunch of killjoys trying to take away things I like and make me feel bad about doing it in the first place. How no many way. years you gave up ColecoVision? Oh. I mean, well, they ask you to give up beating off. They ask you to give up uh, drinking. Oh, wow. They ask you to give up uh, TV. They ask you, all the fun stuff. Well, you know what I'm going to give up for the next forty days? Religion. Screw you. That's my. That's my Lent. I'm not thinking about you or your God or anything you, else. You can go the other way too. Yeah. Like if you want to put on twenty five pounds of bulk, right? You want to juice up. That's gaining for the Lord. You gain for Jesus. You can do that. You can yeah, add. You can, to, say, yeah. you can I'm improve gonna, your life. I'm going to give up religion and add, uh, you know, uh, 14 new social media platforms to my life. 
for Jesus so I can spread his word easier and also uh, look at some of that sweet, sweet TikTok ass. I say nobody likes a quitter, so I'm, That's not, exactly I'm not doing right. right you know? That's exactly right. Well, I had a friend of mine years ago, because I, I, I always forget what Ash Wednesday is. I find it to be ridiculous. Like, quit something you love for Jesus. Like, no. And uh, his wife said that they were not going to have um, anything other than like, you know, uh, this was 20-something years ago, um, sex for procreation. And I, I admired her because I said, that's what the Bible says. That's what you're supposed to. You're not supposed to do this thing as like a pleasurable F party in the shower and butts are involved and, you know. Like they say enjoy for, each other. Sure, enjoy each other, but do it for the right reasons. Every sperm is sacred. You try to make babies with it. You don't block it. You don't, you don't put it on her. You on don't to wrap others. it up. Well, well, your wife and no, no. husband. You're, you're, like, you're not supposed like, to use a to condom. Town. Go you're to not, town. You're not supposed to use birth control. You're not supposed to use a condom. That, yeah, it's all for that. procreation. The whole thing. I've never seen. There's not a place the Bible says. Not allowed to use a Jimmy hat. Tell me right now. <laughs> and I've always gone by that rule. <laughs> right. Well, because of your incredible knowledge of the Bible, as you've expressed this morning. <laughs> I look for Jimmy yeah, hat Jimmy in there. Hat. I haven't found it. Google search keyword Jimmy hat. Bible ain't coming up with that. Is Bell Bib DeVoe in the Bible? Right, right. I mean, because that's right. <laughs> that girl be a poison. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, you know, it's all about that. And she went to the, you know, the Bible states and the religion states that the sex is for procreation. Enjoying each other, but that is, that's the moment that you're supposed to enjoy each other and then make babies and stuff and uh she quit it and i'm like well if that's how that's a push to the religious thing go crazy and think it's stupid you're taking married? joy away no they are not ah <laughs> shocker and you know what's crazy she is a wild like atheist now oh wow and the dude is off the rails for jesus he's like no a part-time kidding. pastor and all oh. yeah it's crazy yeah, he's, he, he does. liked that Lent thing. Then. He hated it. <laughs> it turned, he bitched and cried to me on a golf course, the Shalimar Golf Course, in fact. <laughs> it's a nine-holer. They turned it into, like, soccer golf for a while. They did. We we, we were out there that time. My relatives yeah. or yeah. Ronnie's relatives. It's soccer golf. Hilarious. Yeah. Giant holes. Yeah, big holes and people kicking balls, and you're out there with your clubs going, what's going on over there? Oh, I'm going to hit this kid with my tee shot. Playing soccer golf. And they're kicking balls down the fairway because they dug a big <laughs> hole for soccer but, uh, yeah, hated it. Hated it. I can't believe she's doing this, man. This is bullshit. <laughs> Next thing you know, the Lord speaks to me in ways you don't like. Man, you went crazy that 40 days. So enjoy whatever it is Dancing you're Dancing with live rattlesnakes in his hands. Oh, yeah. He, he moved to, like, uh, Botswana for, like, a year. I've lost touch with these people, but I know for a fact that this is what they were going on. I'm sitting in that cart with them going, you know, you don't get married. He was like. 22 and they were married you don't get married to somebody and have them start pulling that rug up from under you like no you don't but as i got older i felt it was kind of uh you know grown up catholic mm -hmm. brett maybe you uh experienced that a little bit too i remember every friday was fish you know no meat on fridays during the lent season that's the way and it was that was the way it was supposed to be in our house, but yeah. my dad being a truck driver, if he was home, he hated fish. So he's like, ah, yeah, yeah, no, uh, give right. me a goddamn steak. Yeah. But if it was just me and my mom at home, <laughs> okay, here's the fish. Man. Oh, Cows can uh, swim. Yeah, give exactly. Me that. Yeah. But then later, then coming here to Phoenix and um, the Lent, you'd see the people have like Ash Wednesday yeah, have it on there. Yeah. It's almost bragging in a way. You get the, oh, they yeah, look on you like, uh, I did I'm it. a little did holier you? than you. Yeah. 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 That's, that's where that's people true. like me come in. And it plays no part of it. I mean, because part of it is to symbolize that you're, you know, a Christian or you're yeah. Catholic. That's the reason why yeah. you do it. Oh, okay. But it's basically saying we had some people in the building. I'm going, going to heaven and you're not. 
in a way. That's yeah. what they're doing. It's yeah. a it's self righteous pious. You kind can of get weirdness. that vibe sometimes. Yeah. Oh yeah, because some people walk around going, "Oh, you didn't." I'm like, no, I don't believe in. Why your don't God. you join oh. the real church? I've had people. I've uh, that one lady that wouldn't talk to me at our old job was because of Ash Wednesday. Because she walked around. And I, well, I asked her what the thing was on her head. I didn't realize. You're being serious. I forgot. Okay, yeah. And she's walking around and I get something on your head. She goes, it's Ash Wednesday. You, you'd be better if you tried it, too. And I'm like, oh, I don't believe in God at all. And she's like, you what? What? And she, I, I, I don't believe in God. You don't believe in... And and, and she was most upset about hers. And, I'm like, and that's I just go to the thing. I'm like, there's 4,190 gods in the world. You and I disagree about one. So I think you can kind of understand where I'm coming from. You've dismissed 4,000 of them. I can't believe you would say that to someone on Ash Wednesday. I'm like, I can't believe you'd wander around acting like it's not a thing. And then, uh, and then for like days, she wouldn't talk to me. And I found out she told the general sales manager she won't speak with me or do business with me anymore. <laughs> Damn. I'm like, all right, well, I'm the cash cow, so see ya. I guess you're going to, you know, she didn't work that much longer. Anyway. Ran into her a few years later. Wild atheist. It was great. Uh, I haven't gotten them in a long time. Probably yeah. saying. Father Dale used to leave grade. his mark on people all the time. <laughs> Father Dale used to throw in a different mark. <laughs> yeah. Cream filling Wednesday. And it was every Wednesday. And it was all over. You just got little Debbie juice all over your face. Viscous just, Thursday. Oh, yeah. Viscous fluids Thursday. Man, my ass hurts Friday. Let's take a walk Saturday. Put this in your hand Sunday. Yeah, Father Dale was big on that stuff. Uh yeah, it says no passage in uh, Toledo. Looked it up. No passage in the Bible forbids husbands and wives from having sex for pleasure when not trying to conceive children. Although children are a natural result of sexual intercourse between a husband and wife, that's a gift from the Lord, and you have to take that into consideration. Yeah. Uh, the idea that sex was dirty and evil was an idea that crept into Christianity from early Catholic teachers. Yep. Uh, so it's it's not anything other than a fear tactic to keep you yeah. under, under control. And uh, guess what? You had it. Well. Yeah. You know what? Some money will make that go away. You'll be forgiven. Therefore, yeah. a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. Sex. Uh, then it says, uh, do not wear a Jimmy hat. What? Pro- yeah, Proverbs 5.15. Thou shalt not wear a Jimmy hat. Paul says husbands and wives should render sexual affection due to each other, refraining only during time set aside for prayer and fasting. No, Jimmy Hatch shalt be used. Do not sheath the wee. Thou shall visit Dr. Lynn, <laughs> yes, St. Lynn. Yeah. But yeah, so it's. Does it a, say anywhere that girl's poison? Yeah, you're not supposed to. <laughs> I guarantee you that the Bible and the, the way religion's set up, that if you were to ask Jesus when he was writing back in the day, you know, when he was an author, they're like, can I bend her over and stick it in here? Come on, man. You know better than that. Like, we're not even supposed to think dirty stuff, but you want me to have fun with her, but I can't think about it? I'm sticking it in there. Well, no, I think most of the people read the room like, I'm not asking him. Yeah, I would. Well, then, you know what? Then <laughs> I mean, you know. You then he's not a cool boss. Person. He's a bad boss, yeah, then, if you can't but, communicate but with him. But then again, he's in the, uh, you know, he was... You can ask him now. You know, people with religion always say that they can get answers, so... Dear Jesus, can I go butt, butthole on my wife is... You cool with that? Could I get a sign or something? Like, like if she farts in front of me, that's a sign that she wants it back. She's clearing the gates, you know? Enjoy each other, my son. Yeah, that doesn't mean anything. That can, What's that mean? Yeah, that Where can, do I that draw can the mean, line? That can mean, like, for you, that's having a nice steak dinner. <laughs> I figure. Please. <laughs> nah, it's silly. But anyway, yeah, I've talked to a few people on that one. It's a weird one. It's a 
but it's going to happen, and you got to respect people who have the dirty head today. And I always forget, and I feel like it's my job to tell people not to tell folks in my world, oh, you got something on your head. They want it there. They want that there. And I find it strange, but that's uh, they find what I believe strange, so that's just fine by me. You go ahead and dirty up your face. I've, I'm fine with it. I feel bad for the girls who, you know, have to filter one on. How about that in this new day and age? Take pictures of yourself with an Ash Wednesday filter, and that way you don't have to be dirty. But people still think it's your, uh, you know, so you're righteous and decent. But you're probably not. You're probably Father Dale. I wonder if that dude, I wonder if Father Dale, you know, the kid toucher uh, during my high school days, and one of the most Touch notorious her, freaks. I wonder if he puts this stuff on his head still. I wonder if he's got the nerve. To wander around, he might, even though he was kind of excommunicated. Right? I bet he does. Well, he's got his own church now, right? Well, he can't have it. He's he's part of something that you know. And don't know if it's still going. It's a shadow business. He's running. He's got other people in charge of it. He's not allowed to run it. But from from behind the curtain, Father Dale's the guy next door here. I talk to every once in a while from Video West. Does these interview things, and he goes, "Guess who I have to have interview?" I'm like, "Who?" He goes, "Father Dale." Oh, and I'm like, "Can I?" And he goes, "Do you want me to mention you?" I'm like, "Talk about me all day long." Say whatever it is you want to say about me. I'm fine. I don't know if he knows my name. I bet he does. Because I have pointed him out publicly. There's the guy that used to try to have sex with kids in my high school, everybody at the Biltmore. <laughs> Hurry up and eat your salad. Let's get out of here, Sad. Yeah. He and, he and his boy were enjoying a nice salad at the CPK and over at the, I forget what restaurant it is that's closed over there now, but just enjoying a nice day on the patio. And then I walk by, hey, there's that Father Dale character. Bless you, my son. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not one of those. You Shame. tried to have sex with a lot of my friends. Shame. Yeah. In fact, I think you watched a guy get banged a few times, you know. You cucked sex with teenage boys. <laughs> Enjoy your meat. Enjoy your salad. I'm glad you're free. You're oh, he enjoyed the meat. Oh, he enjoyed the meat, all right. <laughs> so enjoy the Ashland stuff. It's a thing. I still, I'm not sure why, but it's a thing. Still keeps extra swimsuits in the back of his car. Oh, yeah, just in case a little hot tub party breaks out for a bunch of sophomores. <laughs> he likes that. <laughs> you don't just stop doing that. You don't just stop, like, liking He's that. wrote a bunch of books, too. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, no. It, wow. The thing about that kind of behavior is... Hot it, tub diaries? It, you don't... <laughs> you, you Like, he was... You, you just don't stop liking that. That's just not something you're like, you know what, I'm, I'm going to stop done. liking kids. That's not a thing. You just don't. It's You don't grow out of it. You don't... You just... Something wrong with him. And that dude wandered around, free as a bird. Still don't know how. Relocated some of his pals. Oh, he helped with that. I mean, that's the whole church, though. But this guy was, like, right there in Dobson High, walking the grounds. Like, walking around the school. That was the craziest part of that school to me. And even as a guy, I didn't know my full thoughts. And they weren't well thought out. They were just ideas. I'm like, I don't think I'm into this thing. He was one of the biggest reasons I looked and said, there's something going on. Something's wrong. And I would, and no one would hear anyone say, that guy shouldn't be here. Why not? He's a, but it's a public school. He's wandering around chatting with the kids at their lockers. There's no, like, adult supervision. You, if, anybody, if a construction worker was just walking around, if anyone else, adult, was just walking around, he was hiding behind you know, what people thought of him to go groom kids. No pun That's intended, gross. but he was holier than thou oh, back in the day. I mean, he, he could do no wrong. Oh, people, and he knew it, but he, he hid, behind that, behind him. hid behind that dress and that cross to, and, and just, you know, had carte blanche over Dobson High, which I still don't understand to this minute. I don't get 
any other adult in any other industry wandering around talking to the kids would would have been like, get out of here, especially a religious guy. If a Muslim wandered around talking about the Koran, they'd have closed the school. Well, absolutely. I mean, you got to like, get him out of here. Right. Absolutely. But that's the problem that, you know, early on, because you would, you one, you never question it. I mean, back in you know, the do, though, 60s, in a 70s, school. and even 80s or whatever, the, you know, seminary was just a, a man pile because. Yeah. Well, I, I questioned it there. and I got in trouble. I would say he shouldn't be here. I've told I told several people. I don't understand why that guy is allowed to walk around the school. There's yeah, different. You're, you're, and that's different beliefs. They were afraid of him. Tenth grade. They were scared to death of him because he had so much power yep. in the city. They were, and a lot of the teachers were like, "Oh, we can't, we can't get mad at him." I mean, that's the same thing with Weinstein back in the day sure. and yeah, Epstein. The juice. And- but at least they were just crooked weasels. This guy hid behind, you know. The church. It was gross. It's it's worse to me that you can hide behind the moral. Nobody in, in Hollywood's moral. That you can hide behind the morality of the Bible and church and a cross and then, and then get your way with kids. He's gross. So happy Ash Wednesday, everybody. Part of the Praise and Worship Center in Chandler. Yeah. He's disgusting. He's a gross human being. Actively? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's oh. gross. He's just gross. Yuck. Pastor and executive director. Yeah. Ugh. Never liked that guy. Never go to service on Sunday? Sure, I'll go. (laughs) (laughs) When's a junior teen hour? He loved that. (laughs) Anyway, the other thing that's that's you know what I I and I don't normally think I'm going to ever stand up for Don Lemon, but boy, Don Lemon is catching a lot of heat for being you know. And the funny part is, is that CNN has shows that they admit weren't news that they hired guys to have opinions. They hired people to get ratings and have opinions, and really, what they hired people to do is get. Uh, the the this the scary part. I don't agree with what Don Lemon said, although I found it hysterical. If you watched, they were talking about politics, and some lady said something about a woman in her prime, and he goes, "Let's face it, a woman is not in her prime in her fifties. That's just not a thing. A man's not in a prime in his fifties, and a woman's not in a prime in her fifties." And the lady went, "Age does not define how great you can be." He's like, "No, but you know what I'm saying. Twenty third, maybe childhood." And they got they in a big say- fight. <laughs> he, he wasn't allowed to be on the show, and then they they said, "All right, you're back." But you you slip up even a little bit, and you're out. Like, you're gone. And Don Lemon, who gets no ratings, which is the bigger problem, and no one will say, uh, he didn't get ratings at night, and he's not getting ratings in the morning, and that's really what the problem is, is now allowed back. After he goes to a sensitivity training school. And that is the most Nazi thing of all time, is the, all right, you've stepped out of line. We're now going to train you how to think. And you will not step out of line again. Here are here are the boundaries, and you will now think. And I forget what they even called it. And it sounds about this before you open your yapper. Yeah. Well, not even that. That's not sensitivity training. Sensitivity training is like here's where you have to think this way or else. It's punishable by you know death if you think any other way than we're training you to think. That's what they you know it's a, that they talk about indoctrination or brainwashing. That's what. You know, old Nazi footage was, okay, you stepped out of line. You're going to a class that will teach you everything to never say. You you watch your words because if you say something we don't like, and we're going to give you a little guideline, but here is sensitive. And sensitivity training is like, sensitivity training should be for the sensitive. You should have people who are like, here's things you're going to have to hear in life sometimes. And uh, you need to grow some duck feathers and understand that everything you hear isn't going to go your way. 
And some people on a show that asks for opinions. I don't agree with Don Lemon's opinions, but a show that's like, hey, here are topics. Have an engaging opinion about it. And sometimes those opinions are going to go like, wow, this guy's got to. And then you're supposed to just hate that guy. Like, I wonder if some of them, how much, uh, to what extent they really go to that class. Like, is it like um, when you work at a company, like are in uh, educational videos? Yeah. Here, listen to, this is sensitivity training. Watch this video. Yeah. And they've done it. Because I've never heard of anyone really, you know. A lot of times it's like, look, we're doing this for the public. Of course. We're sending you to sensitivity training. But it's training. thought rehab. Yeah. It's, but, it's, and I've never heard. I, I don't know if anyone it's, that's well, it's, well, it's sort of like, yeah, fall in line. It's the Hitler youth. It's one of those things where it's like you're participating in what's called formal training of thought. Formal training. We're going to train you. It's not sensitivity. It's formal training of how you need to talk and what you need to say. And then go back on and do your opinion show. But don't step out of line in the opinion show. Your opinion is what we say it is. Here's the training on how to handle that. That's essentially what that is. So it's nothing about, I would think that's kind of included, the, uh, you know, the old rule of think before you speak. Well, there is that. There's there's personal thought. But but again, we're asked to do a show where it's like have opinions and be free with them. And then if Tripp came in and goes, no, 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 not that opinion. Come in here, I'm going to tell you why you were wrong. Yeah, And, and I'm also going to tell you to never say that again or feel that way again or think that way. And here's some training on how to get through that. And I'm like, well, you're asking me to do the show you wanted. You're giving me Entertaining, the engaging, of, but yeah, don't do that, don't do that. Don't. And stand on the company line of this is the opinion. Now, I know CNN is, but the new CEO of CNN is trying to drift away from being so one-sided. And he wasn't being liberal at all. If anything, he was being more like what they'd say on Fox. Which is like, look, let's just be honest. The lady's not in her prime. And I just don't fire him. The reason you keep him is because you know that this just got eyeballs on your show. You're not really worried or upset about what he said. Let's ride this wave Right, you're right going to see what you can do. And if it pops Don Lemon's ratings up, you're like, see, it worked. Yep. And then you can say, well, we're formal training on how to teach you to think. You don't ask people to, for their opinion. And then when they give it to you, you're like, all right, here's why. Everything about what you just said is going to have to go through a school now. You're going to have to wash that. And it's like, if you don't want him having an opinion, don't put him on a show that says, here's topics for opinions. It's the the girls on The Talk. I don't watch the show because I disagree with them the entire time. They're completely entitled to go off the rails and say crazy stuff like everybody else should. You just can't infringe on somebody else's beliefs. You can't, you know, like the... You can. Be, I've always said you can be a wild, horrible bigot and terrible, and it's up to your employer to allow that. It gets ratings, I'll tell you that. If you had somebody say something, Whoopi Goldberg does it all the time, and people are like, what would she say about the Jews? Boom, eyeballs, ratings, spikes, and they love it. That's Back the, in the day, that Morton Downey Jr. Oh, yeah. Couldn't get enough of it. It was amazing because that is stuff like that's – and it's got a short life when it's that loud. Yeah. Howard Stern has been engaging with his opinions for a long time. Not always popular. This show, for its own you know, size, it's like, you know, you don't have to agree with us. We don't care. And, if, you know, you can have a differing opinion. I'll go on emails all the time. People are like, I don't agree with that. All right. You're totally entitled to that. But the ones I get mad are the ones that email me and go, you're a f- jerk. I'm like, all right. This isn't a discussion. You're just, you're just angry because somebody didn't fall yeah. into line with you. And that's, that's what sensitivity training should be. It should be for the people who are sensitive, who can't hear things they don't like. Oh, I don't like hearing that. I would like to hear everything I believe to be. I want to live in a bubble and never drift out of it. And when I hear something outside of this bubble, I want that person fired. He didn't say anything that bad, honestly. 
It was no. It's not it, misogynist. He was, he was, he was almost kind of, giving the history of where the term came from, being in your prime, right? Like childbearing years. By the way, no one's in their prime in their fifties. Yeah, no one at all. Physically, you're no longer in your prime. Uh, you know, uh, any sort of like, um, like maybe mentally, you can be. Sure, sometimes spot. you think you are. But you're not in your mental. Nobody's hiring 50 year you know, musically, uh, talent. You know, everybody kind of starts to age out. Look at, uh, I mean, for it's, I would say it's tougher for women on the modeling side. You can't be a model in your, you can't start being a model in your 50s. That's the point of. There's of, a niche part, right. but you're as expired. far as you can. You're expired. You're, you're, you're technically, you're technically out. Yeah. Men, too. A 50-year-old man's unless he's going to do senior modeling, which is not yeah. prime modeling. That's targeted modeling. But, yeah, you're not doing that. And then in your 50s, you start, you start becoming expensive to companies because you've probably been there for a while. Your price tag's high. Uh, do you offer the same thing as somebody, quote, in their prime would offer that they can pay less and get more energy out of? You're, you probably have a ton more vacation. You're no longer a viable, as viable as you were, and I, I agree with that. Only so many people that can make art magazine. I mean, I. You know. right, but Art Magazine is for people who admit, eh, we're way past our print. Let's just talk to people our age. That's it. You're not, Art Magazine's not getting grabbed by a bunch of 20 year olds to see what the trends are. <laughs> 50 year olds are not in their. They are not the prime. In fact, after the age of 54, which is painful, sorry, Brady, you don't matter anymore to demographics, to uh, television, to radio, to podcasting, to anything. The demographic of. The money demo, twenty five fifty four. After once you're out of it, we have a listener on. We we get a list of people like the big list of of uh, people who are, are you know ratings people. And one of the guys we has is out of the big demo. And we're like, well, this guy's listening all the time. It doesn't matter. It's like really it's like once you get past that age, it's like, eh. I mean, it's nice. There are demographics that express that. Sure. Nobody targets that. You're out of your prime. Don Lemon wasn't wrong, and he wasn't talking about just women. No man's in his prime in his 50s. Sexually, our dicks don't work like they used to. We have to. There's pills for that now because we're like, geez, it's happening before you know it. You're and what's funny about that demo is there's no real science behind that. That was just kind of a... Let's go twenty five fifty four. Well, the science behind it is actually yes, there is. It's actually a ton of that's your your prime money making years, and then well, it, it the is. difference between twenty five and a it's forty year old person is twenty five year olds buy a lot of stuff because they're starting out. They mm. absolutely do. That's the target. The whole point of that is the fact yeah, that twenty five year olds start their careers. T- I'm just yeah. telling you, there's not that. They're breaking it down. They're like they want to do it because they were setting up this system. It's like, a wild go, science behind yeah. that, though. Talk to Fred Jacobs about it. the wild science. Is the, the they have different uh, reasons, but that's the spending demo. After fifty four, you start going. All right, I better start saving some stuff. And most of the time, you have most of the things you need. But you know, you're, you're done with the the frivolous purchases. You know, you're getting smarter about like I'm not going to buy a car every couple of years. Most people, the average Joes. Twenty-five. Well, you unleash and finally get that uh, red Corvette you yeah, always want. Right, but twenty-five-year-olds yeah. are in their first. Like, this is my first job. I'm going to buy my first car. I might be in the market for a first house. That's when they start. Your your buying power starts there, and so that's when they really want to get you in on stuff. Now it's kind of a little bit later. But yeah, for Don Lemon to have to go to sensitivity training, garbage. Like you have to be. You have to go to mono thought class. Like oh, we only think one way. It's like no, he's right. No human being is, is you know, sliding into the, maybe a hue, here and there you're like having the best years of your life, but that doesn't mean you're in your prime. You wasted your prime years if you're in your best years of your life starting your 50s. 
This is the best I've ever been. You might make the most money and do whatever, but that's just, that's not, that's rare. Most of the time, if you haven't knocked one out of the yard by the time you're 40-something, it ain't happening. You're going to be the average billweed that wanders through life and worries about retirement. It's true. But Don Lemon, I don't side with you too often. And how badly do you have to screw up in 2023 to be black and gay and about to get fired? I mean, that is... <laughs> at CNN. At CNN. I mean, how can you be black and gay and on the block at CNN? If I was his PR, I'd be like, Don, you're going to work in dresses. What? You are transgender now, and, and you might have a drinking problem. They are not going to touch you. You are staying forever. That's if you want to stay. That's if you want to be there. But he does, or he would have left on his own right now, saying, I'm not going to some mono-thought class. Screw you. I got options. What I said wasn't so bad. And again, I don't agree with it. Do I think it's it's like a, the right thing to say? The, like how he said it? But I don't see that he said anything that's like not an arguable point. I can see what he meant. Nuance is dead. You say something people don't like, it's like, oh! And the, and the story keeps saying, like, all of his coworkers are still angry. They need sensitivity training. Get over it. Calm the F down. A guy said something you didn't like. Boo-hoo, pussies. That's why Trump was kind of great for us. He didn't go. Because he looked at you and said, you're the sensitive one. I don't need sensitivity training. Now, he did. If anybody needed to be told, hey, a little tact wouldn't hurt, it was him. But he didn't. And it made people have to get a little tougher. And it really kind of exposed the people who can't hear things they don't. I am scared to death of things I don't like. Like, Get out of your bubble. That is not presidential. It wasn't presidential. He was terrible for that. It was hilarious. But it was funny to watch all the people bounce off the walls when he said stuff. And all you had to do was just go, that guy's an idiot. That's it. And Don Lemon, you can say, that guy's an idiot. And you can move on with your day. But it's hilarious. And that CNN's keeping him around for money. But if his ratings don't go, he'll get fired. So they'll say it's enough. You're on a slippery slope, buddy. All right. Black and gay at CNN, and they are, they got a axe over your head. It's like, that is hard to do. I got to commend him for that. That's pretty amazing. I would go on and just make out with a guy. I'd go right up onto Anderson Cooper's set and just tongue bathe that dude and just go, I'm so gay. So gay. We'll be right back, CNN. We'll be right back. It would be like, wow, we can't get rid of We can't do that. We look like, we'll be wrong. And besides that, he doesn't like women. Don Lemon is the guy's guy in a really powerful Literally. way, like a strong way. Eh, women aren't in their prime. They eat, this, gays always talk about that. My neighbor, Michael, shudders if you say the word vulva. Oh, God, women's bodies. He's, he's disgusted by them. And I don't know how that works, but he finds the vagina to be, you might as well just hold up cat poop and start getting it real close to his face. He thinks it's the grossest thing in the world. Oh, I'm so sorry, but mm, please don't don't talk about don't talk about naked girls. Are you throwing up from thinking? Oh, I've seen pictures. He needs sensitivity training. He, he, no, he doesn't. I I need sensitivity training if it bothers me that a gay guy doesn't think vaginas are hot. Because I'd say the same thing. I'm like a man's butthole, and he's not going to go. Oh, this is against everything I believe. I'm like he understands. It's beautiful. It's disgusting. I took a picture of my ass yesterday, and uh, it's just gross. Like, it's it's a nice shape and stuff like that, but in a photograph, oh, I don't know how you'd want to ever put your face anywhere near that thing. There's hairs right where you'd want, like, right where the magic happens. There's a hairy. 
Are you, are you sending out butt shots again? I sent a butt shot yesterday just for fun. To Doug Hopkins, actually. Because I wanted to squeeze in on it and make it look like boobs. And I said, try to trick him. said, look what's behind me right now. There's no clothes on it. And then Doug goes, what's that? And I'm like, and he goes, that's you, isn't it? And I'm like, I don't, come on, man. That's you. And I sent it. I'm like, you're right. And I sent the whole shot of the butt. And then, you know, a close-up of the hairy butt part. I don't have a hairy butt, but the part around the magic hour, got some fur on it. It's gross. I find it repulsive that gay guys want to go into that bramble and play. Ugh. But that's, you know, they understand that. That's not my bag, man. So when a gay guy gets upset and says a woman's body's gross, that doesn't that doesn't surprise me. And doesn't rattle you. And on your some game. of them are. They're not wrong. Some of you ladies have like a half cut tomato that makes me want to puke just thinking about <laughs> it. This thing's not finished yet. You got to put that back in the lab. What's going on? What are you talking about? Oh. Got oh. a mirror, sister. Yeah. You'll see. <laughs> Let me show you. I'm going to take, <laughs> take an unfiltered shot of this thing. What is that? A burnt grilled cheese? No, that's your. That's you. Oh my God! It is gross. Here's your boar's head bag. Put it in there. <laughs> oh, it looks like a pile of cured meats. Nope, that's you. Oh my God. Yeah, so you're going to have opinions that aren't really necessarily going to go. But again, black and gay, and CNN wants to fire you. You have screwed up somewhere inside of that building. We don't see. They hate you. That's hard to do. I'd like to be black and gay. I'd have a lifetime of employment at CNN. Wandering around there going, ah, what's going on, guys? I am untouchable. As long as I don't tell you what I think of women's vaginas, because the oh, Jesus, I can't, it's gross. Yeah, Michael does not. I'm platinum, John. That's what he says. I'm like, what does that mean? I've never been with one. I'm like, ew. You haven't? You didn't even try it once? I couldn't do it. It's like me with an almond joy. I'm with you. And I don't understand it, but that's his brain, and he's allowed to have that. I think he's wrong. I think a good honey hole is pretty magical in its own right. Why well, he's driving my chocolate LeBaron. Yeah, <laughs> that's his thing. I'm repulsed by that. <laughs> Pulling poo out of a guy like, your, oh. like a drain snake. <laughs> and he was cool with it. Oh, come on! <laughs> See? Now, you can't do that. Even though we both think it's really gross. (laughs) Sorry. But the funny thing is we'll do it to a lady because of the hair. I think the hair is the big difference. If a girl's got hair back there, I'm not interested. Your furry back. Your your back door is covered in beaded curtain. Uh, Let's get a wake-up song. Happy Ash Wednesday, everybody. We got through that one, huh? Happy Ash Wednesday. Uh, Give us a call and wake us up. 585-9800. A good one. And we'll scream it together. It's 98KUPD. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. There you go. Thank you, Alliance. For uh, that religion. Yeah, me too. The trees. My face doesn't get all dirty. It's great. <laughs> it's an awesome thing. It is pouring out there. This is a real storm. we got a real storm happening. 
it's legit, man. Very. Were you questioning it? Did Ian make? Well, you I mean, they were making me see. They were making it seem like you know the wind will. Ne- you've never seen wind like this in your life, and people will be blown off the planet. And they're like, no, it's just wind. And they're making it like seventy miles an hour. I'm like, that happens here and there. Yeah, we never seen anything like this in forever. Close the state. The, the last whole... haboob, right? Yeah, well, yeah, it's almost always you get a summertime microburst. Yeah, it happens. And yeah, it's a big wind, but they closed the entire state. No, I saw that. I didn't believe you at first. Yeah, I had to all the way up. across the whole damn Just thing. And then once you get into Nevada, it's not a thing anymore. It's like the, it's like the storm knows from the Colorado River over to that Navajo. Either that or Nevada's prepared for rolled over semis. That could be. That might not be. like Arizona. <laughs> this guy says, I'm assuming I shouldn't post a picture on Facebook with me using my smartphone Ash Wednesday filter that gives me a black face, uh, a little white dot around me. Like, that's probably a good idea. Maybe my filter idea for Ash Wednesday is bad because if, if your face is small, and the, then the Ash Wednesday mark makes you look like you're in blackface and you'll lose your job with the brewers. And, it's just a lot of ashes. It's my Ash Wednesday picture. You're in blackface. No. Not so. Get out of here, Don Lemon. <laughs> Everybody think the way I think or else. Yeah, and people are emailing saying that they don't like Don Lemon either, so they hope he gets fired. So that's where we live in this day and age. It's like, I don't like Don Lemon, so I'm glad he's in trouble. People never realize that comes around. Points to you sometimes, too, in your opinion. Right. Exactly. I uh, saw an article this morning of the 10 best cars to have sex in, according to fans of cars. And Brady's owned four of them. What? Yep. Subaru? Subaru Outback was number 10. Honda Element? The Outback wagon. Honda Element was number one. Shut up. Honda Element was the number one car to have How sex in. How are you scoring ass if you're driving a Honda <laughs> That's Element? The point. Come on. No Laugh it up, boys. I, I, looked at, I looked at, no offense, Brady, but I looked at the cars and I'm like, these people are just happy to have sex. It doesn't matter. Like, they're crazy. Hey, read the title of that article again. Is that, you said car enthusiasts? Ten best cars to have sex in, according to car fans. Car fans. But if you're a car fan, you don't like the Outback no. and you or don't the like Honda the Element. Element. Yeah. yeah. Is the Avalanche one of them? Uh, no, the Honda Fit somehow or another is in there. It says the Honda Fit is a humble That's car. Too small. Doesn't boast with size, but once you get in, you realize, man, this thing's roomy. It gets action in college. Both front and back seats fold down for a nice area to lie down. Uh, the ceiling is surprisingly high. The seats are low, so you're not going to be banging your head on it. The Mercedes-Benz 600 Grocer Pullman, which is uh, it's an old, old Mercedes. Oh, man. Oh. Beast of a car. It's like that. the Russian Mercedes. Yeah, that's what it looks like, Russian yeah. diplomat cars. Not everybody has access to the 60s luxury limo like the Benz 600 Grocer Pullman, <laughs> but if you do, there's a lot of sex for menage <laughs> a trois. They say menage a trois nice. possible in there. Uh, limo is sized like a small apartment. It has hand uh, handy privacy curtains for priving... Look, if you need a privacy curtain, that means somebody's in there that shouldn't be. That's kind of like just pulling a curtain across or doing it at Black Angus <laughs> or Melting Pot. <laughs> Great <laughs> line. Pull this curtain aside. Eh, prying eyes. Stepping into my back living room. Yeah. You had a RAV4, didn't you? Did you have a RAV4? No. Okay, I would have assumed you did. That's number seven. Uh, the Grand Marquis. Mercury Grand Marquis. Yeah, yeah that's a you got to be in like your what, 70s or yeah, like 80s for one of those things. Yeah. Exactly. That's well, it's 2000. Like Broham. The 2002. My, my grandfather had one. Of course oh, he geez. did. Because he was going at it, smashing puss. The Cherokee XJ, not the Grand Cherokee, not the Grand Wagoneer. The XJ, uh, mainly because the back seat folds down and makes like a bed. Oh, nice. They fold flat. The hood is very flat. It's a lot of flat spaces on this car. 
You hear that, Brady? Flat hood. Second generation Brett. Here's one that car you like the Plymouth Barracuda. Those were actually the really old cool. School one the old the one. Do they make new Barracudas? They made, they made yeah. it for a little bit. Did they? Yeah. Well, that thing flopped. It's got to be the old that. school thing. I didn't know Plymouth still made cars. Well, they're not around anymore. Yeah, but now it's, around, now it's yeah. just Chrysler and Dodge. Okay. So it's the second generation Plymouth Barracuda is a great pick for classic uh, car fans and true romantics. Big back window, which makes up almost the entire roof. That's a positive test section? Fold down the back seats, throw a blanket in, and you can look out at the stars the way the back of it's shaped. It kind of curves down so the lady underneath you can stare out and think of the other stuff. Other, it's got them curved the curved yeah. back window. Well, you're weird. Uh, the Honda Andy Wilson was singing about the Barracuda. That's right, because he was laying there <laughs> yeah. taking pipe. Looking at the stars. Well, back then she did. Now she'd need yeah, a one-ton yeah. dually. Yeah, you can't get her <laughs> in a She'd need an F-350. Trying to have sex with her in a Barracuda. And now it's the Pope Mobile. You need a Pontiac Aztec just for the extra room. Uh, Honda SMX, which I've never heard of, but it's basically a little like a uh, like their like minivan. A tall. I don't even know if that's a minivan. It's really small. It's not here in the it's like a, a Dale Mobile. It's kind of a it does uh, the what is the little Honda? The CRX, a little bit bigger. Okay, it's taller. The front of it does. It yeah, might be right. kind of challenging if you like car sex, but it might be worth the effort because all the seats just flatten. All of them, front, back, and otherwise, oh. turn into one big platform. Handy. Very handy for what? I don't know. but Handy. Uh, they're nicely cushioned, too, so they have plenty of room and comfort. So much so that if you bring some toys with you, uh, you can turn the Honda SMX into the Honda BDSM. Get a whole hotel room if you're bringing toys to the car. That's a great line. Yeah, if you if, let me get my bag of dildos, hang on. We're going to have a nice date. I'm not going to take you indoors. The uh, very first edition Dodge Ram. Is number two. Let me see what that looks like again. Uh, whoops. Tons of... I remember my grandpa had one of Is these. Is that what you had? No. First edition. One? First edition, we're looking at oh, 70s. Oh, jeez. Yeah. It's a nice looking truck, yeah. but that cab is huge. Uh, plenty of room for a couple to lay down on a mattress in the back or use the bench seat right up front. Uh, yeah. And if you're going to use the back end of that thing, make sure it's you. The, <laughs> number one, though, the Honda Element. Brady's... Brady had that thing and drove us to... Is that because you can hose it out? <laughs> Maybe. It's a big part of it. Well, let's find out. It says if you're going to do it in any car, make the Honda Element your choice. The SUV doesn't look very roomy, but it has a significant advantage. Its flexible interior lets you collapse and flatten every seat. There's a sunroof. You need a little more vertical room, bouncing up and down like Dino popping out of Fred's car. Uh, there's cup holders on the sides, so you can put your water and your, you know, your hydration packs... <laughs> <laughs> in the doors. All day. Uh, cargo area cover rises up to particularly obscure the immediate view from the outside. And the floor is vinyl, so you can easily hose it out. So that is part of it right there. So you can get like yourself... like a safety, safety fence barrier. I, I would recommend uh, that you get the Honda Element for the squirter in your life. Yes. Because it, I remember well, when Brady had that miserable thing. There you thing. go, John. That's everything folded down. And it was hard, but we knew Brady well that enough. That you can you can pop out the seats too. I yeah. think. Ooh. Don't get them excited. I'll get another one. I miss you. I remember when Brady was going through his "I buy ugly cars" phase. Like he was the "We buy ugly homes" guy, but he was buying <laughs> brand new ugly cars, and he'd come pulling in the parking lot, and that Honda Element was there, and it was hard for all of us. But I think by the oh. time by the time the Element rolled around, we were very comfortable going. You've made a terrible purchase. <laughs> terrible. It was like the fifth car in four months. Like this is. 
this is the worst one you've that ever That wasn't got. my car. But you drove it to work telling us, yeah, you look did. what I got. You took us to yeah. lunch yeah. in it. didn't borrow. Day. You drove us around in it. like, And we had to tell you, this is the dumb. And the reason you Which say that wasn't it? my car. And the Lego I, Avalanche. Brady, I'll I didn't tell you, like driving. Let me tell you this. It was your car, according to the state and the title <laughs> and everything okay, else. So, okay. yeah, yeah, it was your car. And it was and your bank account. And we sat there and said, this is the dumbest purchase you've ever made. It's Ronnie's. Doesn't make it a smart purchase. That's why you like it, John. Look at that. You can see right through it. Those stadium seats. And yeah, you could, for whatever reason. I'll differ with you on my car. It was (laughs) her car because, you know, you could say that about the dresses and everything. Those are my dresses. No. (laughs) That's true. Just because I, that doesn't mean they're mine. Look, you're sharing. You're 50-50. It was a gift. Those dresses are half yours. That was a gift? You got her a gift? I guess it would be, you know, because it's her car then. Well, she dismissed that gift pretty quickly because I think early on. She said the other day she missed it. Did she? She's lying to you. <laughs> Nobody misses their Honda. Suicide door. Then why did you get rid of it? I might have pressured her. Yeah, exactly right. Because why? It's your car, and I'm sure you threw that out there. We're not keeping this thing. My friends are embarrassed by my stadium seating, rubber filled car. <laughs> which, which car was that? The Honda Element. Oh, is that the yeah. decimal oh, yeah, stadium no. seating? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that had stadium okay. seating. Yeah, yeah. The back oh, right. seat just sits up a lot higher stadium than the Stadium seating. It like was six, you eight eight inches. over it was the like, top of the driver for yeah. some reason. Like you're in a double-decker bus. I mean, bus. you're short anyway, but I could see over the top of your head I could out see the, window. the top of Brady's head from the back seat. I'm like, this might be the dumbest feature in a car's history. We're going to get another one. You should. Just despite us. There you go. You can kind of see it there, Brett, about how high up the back seats are. It was a strange little car. So but the ass he got in that car is <laughs> kind of handy. But it's the number one, number one Bumper sex Bumper sticker on it, hauling ass. I yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because that thing was moving, too. It's just so goofy looking. <laughs> it looks like a like a kid made it out of Legos. <laughs> is that the last year they made it, 07? Or I, wanna... I don't know. Yeah, it should have been. But it's the number one sex car. So if you're interested in... And mainly because... You know, you don't want to have sex in a bed because you got gusher wetness going on or something <laughs> gross happening. I think I'd remain yeah. celibate. So Me too. One of those well, you, if you drive one of those, your chances of being <laughs> celibate are high. That's what I'm saying. Not yeah. according to that article. Though. Well, it's the best place to have sex, but you oh, got to be a real true. player to wander up in an element. And some lady goes, "I'm." I can't imagine the hog that's banging you in an element. Can you imagine rolling up to like Ocean Forty Four no, and no, trying to pull some trim out of there? Here you go, chief. Yeah. Here you go, chief. Park yeah. someplace. Why don't you go put this in a double spot? I don't want to get scratched up. I pull a lot of ass in that thing. Where do you see the supermodel that climbs in there and lays down in the back of the element? It's not happening. Normally, I think the be- like this is for people who have to pay for sex. That would be my guess. Like this list is for people who pull up and go. How much? And they're like, I don't know, we'll do it in the car. That's for hookers. Hookers have to read this and go, oh, good. Uh, find clients with Honda Elements and it'll be more comfortable for me. Okay, so that's uh, not for players. John, how about this by Brady's, Brady's rationale? So the RV was Ronnie's then too. No. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> no, exactly right. That's two. That's two answers. That was your RV. If you ask her, yeah, she, she had nothing to do with it. was her yeah. car. Right, but we both know that her name wasn't on either one. And one was uh, you had to ask to buy, and the other you didn't. Goddamn RV talk. Why do you people remember? Yeah, it's a uh, it's a strange thing. But yeah, I have a feeling if you've got a Honda Element, you're probably getting hookers. And just to let you know, you make the hooker very happy because you've made it comfortable for her, and that's a nice What a nice guy. Day. Very nice. Everybody's listing their cars yeah. to have sex in. 
Well, there's some good ones. Is there a Hearst on the list, John? You know what's really bad? Uh, I had uh, sex years and years ago in my sister's um, Mitsubishi Eclipse with a girl. And those are that was that not tight. easy. Well, it was, but I only date the small girls. <laughs> so it was easy to slide <laughs> her in there. I'm not getting a hog inside that thing. There's no way. But, yeah, she was tiny. And we drove over to ASU's research park, gave her what she was good for, and uh, got out of there and felt really weird about it. Because, I mean, there was a lot of maneuvering and manipulating, realizing we're going to do it. Seats were moved, folded up, getting into the back seat of an eclipse. It wasn't, it was horrible. It was horrible. There's one. Honda CVCC. Smallest car to ever try and have sex in. You can't move. You did that? Oh, yeah. Wow, that's impressive. I couldn't move. That is impressive, Richard. What did the guy do? Uh, well, he was very gentle. <laughs> he was nice to you. He couldn't move, huh? <laughs> Priest drive those? But yeah, the, uh, the Mitsubishi Eclipse is a bad one. That was one that... But it was my sister's car, so I didn't care about slopping it up. At least it was modern. And I guarantee you... That it, was like a 79 CVCC. That car, uh, before I ever did anything in it, loads of stuff sprayed all over the inside of that. Like I say, <laughs> it was my sister's car. I said, hey, John, my mother had a uh, 84 Ford Escort station wagon. Me and my girlfriend ruined the front passenger seat, and it laid all the way back. One day my, my dad asked me, what was that stain on it? Oh, well, at no. least have the DC. Oh. This is gross. At least have the decency to spot shot that afterwards. Go through the car and clean it up. There's, that's gross. Lay something over the velour interior. Well, you don't have to even do that. Just make sure you've cleaned up after. And if she's a, you know, if you've got a mess on your hands, go get it professionally cleaned after. Have some decency. If you wrecked this, lay seat. down your members-only jacket. Right. <laughs> Prostitutes usually come with a visqueen. You know, they'll lay it down like you're going to dress a deer. I thought that was a funny list because I looked. I'm like, well, Brady had that one. I, I thought you had the middle one too, but you had you had two of them. And Grandpa had the Mercury Grand Marquis. So, Pablad rolled in that two thousand two Mercury Grand Marquis, which is just a cop car. The old t- <laughs> early two thousands cop cars. Yeah, his was uh, before that. That had been um, like an eighty, the early eighty six marquee. Yeah, my friend's mom had the last edition of the Buick LeBaron before they shrunk them. I've never been in a, in a car. You can you can walk around in that thing. We were driving to baseball practice, and I'd walk from one side to the thing. Was massive. La Sabre or La Sabra? Yeah, yeah, La Sabra. It was a huge, huge car. I think it was like the 85 or 86 one. And, I mean, this thing was gargantuan. And she kept saying, I have a luxury vehicle. <laughs> yeah, you do. And it's taking up all of the street. This thing is huge, lady. And then they shrunk them down like a year old. Terribly big. Build Oldsmobiles and things like that. But evidently, not as comfortable uh, to bang away in. You can have fun, but you can't go crazy. Uh, I'm watching a show that I think might be the best show I've seen in years. Shrinking. Are you watching that yet? No. It's fantastic. It's like... I, I, Which I, uh, streaming service? Uh, that is on Apple. And it's uh, Jason Siegel and Harrison Ford. and You kind of want your uh, therapist to have a breakdown? Yeah. And then just start being honest I with swear you. to you, it is... Uh, it reminds me of Ted Lasso, and it's kind of hopeless, hopeless, hopefulness. Mm-hmm. It's got... Uh, it's so good. And I don't like uh, any new TV. All of it's garbage. I was looking, and I'm like, it's all crap. And... Uh, a J up there at Tactical Black says, try shrinking. It's one of the best written, best performed. Uh, it's just, you root for it to win awards after the second episode. Well, these people, it's the most likable group of people. It's awesome. And I hate 
almost all new TV shows because they're also by the book formula. This one kind of drifts away and does its own thing. It felt very much like uh, the way TV used to be done. It's almost kind of got a sitcomish sort of feel, but it's done in the modern era. And it's got, you know, the traditional somebody's dead, we have to work through it. But they do it with, it's very funny. And Harrison Ford as an old man is hard to watch. When he walks, he walks like Joe Biden. It's like when Clint Eastwood was in Cry Macho. They're like, oh, no, 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 no. Don't. You, you, you think that's not acting? No, that's, it was well, not acting. Real. He's, well, because I don't think he has a it's choice not, but to yeah, be 80. Yeah. And he's 80 years old. So he's, he's, when he walks, his skinny little legs. Han Solo's is frail. He has his shirt off in one scene, and he's just a beat-up old man. And in the show, he's got Parkinson's. But it's not showing too much yet. But you can see him, you know, as a frail old guy. And you're like, oh, Harrison Ford is very, very old. And there's nothing you can do. It's like when he walks, you're like, oh, Han Solo doesn't strut anymore. He shuffles. He's a shuffling old man. But it is it is a five out of five. This show is great. And finally, something that I'm like, oh, I can look forward to something without thinking this is going to get stupid. I haven't liked a new show since Better Call Saul went off. I've had a few where you're like, that was pretty good, but it's got some holes and meh. This one doesn't. It was just top to bottom. Made me want to watch being the Apple, one. so it'd be, is it a weekly or do they unload I, all the episodes? No, I no, think no, they no, got no, them they, all out, right? No, no, it's a weekly. Is it? Because I got... We, I think they did the first three on the day they opened it up oh, and then they? it's a new one every, I have no every idea. Wednesday. I didn't watch all of it. Yeah, I've only, I'm only on like, I think, episode three. It's great. It really is like just one of those shows. I was sitting there thinking last night. I'm like, everybody needs to, to watch this. It's just there's some dealing with death and dealing with of a significant struggle. Yeah. It's dealing with parenting. It's dealing with not with being single. Being bad it's at with, it. Being, well, trying. Yeah. Just it's it's dealing with what everybody deals yep. with, which is like we all get dealt some absolute <laughs> sometimes, and like, what do you do? But it's just so well written. It's such a great show. Finally. Something to watch that you're like, good. I don't have to struggle. I, all I've been watching lately is uh, Building Off the Grid. That show. Man, does that have my attention. <laughs> I li- 11 seasons of it. I'm like, how many people are doing this that aren't being filmed? Pretty soon Off the Grid's going to look like Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. If there's so many people that you can get 11 full seasons of Building Off the Grid, there's communities of people building Off the Grid. They're, this is the group that allowed TV to follow them around. Yeah. There's people out there who didn't, that don't want to be found and didn't want, and they're building some really cool stuff. There's some, and I'm sitting there thinking, this this might be for me. My it's, mom's oh. sister, my aunt up in the Ozarks, basically. Off the grid? Build, off the grid. Completely gone. No bills? Not completely, no. no. They, they have, uh, they're not, um, they have solar, they have, yeah. um, you know, but they're not completely off the it's grid. It's sustainable. I'm just saying the building. has gone. Yeah, their food. Yeah, you don't have sewage. You don't have electricity from the city. You you have your own power station. Yeah, they station. don't have sewage. You don't have any of that. And, uh, you know, your electricity comes from your stuff. Everything is yours. And there's no, like, any bills coming in saying you owe us for this and that. It's amazing. And some on, of the stuff On the electricity part, is it mostly all solar? Or do they do, they do a lot of solar. They have a, a ton of solar. Mostly they have a solar Not a lot of generators. Stations. No. No. Mm-mm. No. Water retention. Water, yeah, they build these rainwater catchers, and they have big wells. How, about the, how they, amazing. I don't know if you've seen some of them, how about how they uh, vent and heat it by, like, geothermal. Like, they yeah. run a pipe through the ground. Yeah. 
and, and it, suck it up, and it and it cools it yeah. in the summer, and it heats it somehow yeah. in the in the. Well, winter it's like time. what they do in Hawaii and stuff because nobody has air conditioners yeah. or heaters, but they have a thing where the wind plays a role in in the winter and summer. The same things do the opposite. It's mm-hmm. crazy, but yeah, it's it's awesome to watch. And they have fireplace like fireplaces are what they they build. It's Important amazing. in the winter, right? And they are nowhere. They're like in the middle of nowhere, which is the only thing that I think I would tire of. And that once you kind of commit to building off the grid, you're stuck off the grid. Spend a month chopping wood. Yeah. Well, I don't know. In the winter. (laughs) You can still drive over to the Walmart and grab some wood. I mean, I would still have the creature comforts of like, I'm going to go buy something. Yeah, I couldn't do that. I don't want to be 90 miles from the closest thing. Because there's a good chance I'll just fall down. I still want the internet for porn. Yeah, I'm crossing over with those people in uh, yeah. Alaska that are building these places. That yeah, I want something. Ugh. I want I yeah. I don't want to be completely missed. Work. I do think though it's mean because most of the people that do it have like a kid, mm-hmm. you know, an eight year old. We just want them to be raised. With the, you know, yeah, but you're you're training a so cr- they homeschool them. Yeah, but you're training a, a, a loony adult because we moved out when I was uh, 13 out 13 miles out of town and so I was around no one. Right. And, and besides stinks. that, like kids today need yeah. the internet. They yeah. need the they, that's how they communicate. Yep. And to well, take that away that homeschool them. Yeah, but it's selfish to say, "All right, no internet, no mm-hmm. iPad, you're going to play outside." And then what what kind of life skills is this guy going to have at 20, 25 when he's like, "I don't want to live here." It's like being Amish. Maybe second generation off the grid. Right. But you're training a nutbag because in your 20s, you shouldn't want to be off the grid for the next 67 years. You know, you're, you're, and, and plus, where's your insurance and where's all this stuff coming from? Like, that's the crazy part is you don't think about those things. If the parents are probably covered for themselves somehow or another. He still had a job that I was watching yesterday. So he's like, he's, they're insured. But the 20-something-year-old kid eventually is going to have to fend for himself somehow. And he's out in the woods chopping wood and he doesn't. That helicopter comes and picks him up. Guess what? Sir Broke Dick is not going to be doing too well when they chopper him back into society and he doesn't know how to do anything. So I don't think it, I think it's good for people who don't have kids. But if you drag a kid along and say you're going to be, I watched the one where they turned a school bus into their house. They had four kids. Oh, and like, what are you doing? Well, we don't want them to have like we're going to drive them around to see stuff. But they would only drive them to the woods. Like you're not seeing anything. You're avoiding humanity. Do it. Don't drag people to it. That's not fair. I had a friend that took a year off. Four kids. Awesome. They're like, let's buy a bus. They decked it out. Um, saw him a year later. How'd it go? Oh, we're divorced. Yeah, you're not going to make it through that. You don't want to be in a bus with somebody every day. It's a, it's a problem when your spouse is always there. You look over and just go, there she is again. And I can't go to the back of the bus. I want to Rosa Parks this thing and end up, you know, where she's not allowed to talk to me. But she's always here. And if we want to drive away, uh, the only car we have is the house. But you're dragging kids along to that doesn't make sense to me because that's that's hostages. They should have access to all the modern amenities because, you know, you can monitor it. But, you know, that's their future. You're starting a serial killer right there. You kind of are. You're starting a guy who's not going to be able to. No social skills. No nothing. Zero. Even by our standards, no social skills. But by his own. Because socializing is now an internet thing. That's how people do stuff. That's how they communicate. I was reading an article yesterday about kids not wanting driver's licenses. And I still can't imagine that that's a thing. Uh, In the 80s, when you were 18, 80% of people 18 years old had a driver's license. That number's like 49 now. Yeah. 16s down in the 20s. Like, they don't even try to have it. And 
Chris didn't want to drive when he when he was first eligible. And they and they didn't say it's because it's expensive. Most of the kids say it's too. It makes me anxious. I'm yeah. too nervous. It took scared. Chris a They're long scared time to drive. before he would drive on the freeway. I can't even grasp that mentality. I could not wait to get the freedom to drive to stuff I wanted to go do without asking for a ride. Oh, I was waking my parents up. Hey, hey we got to go. We got to go. He didn't even open, and I'm like, we're leaving. Let's go practice for an hour. My mom was sweet enough to get up and actually let me drive around on my July 26, 1988 drive around just anywhere I wanted to go while the DMV, you know, slowly slugged their ways in there waiting for me to take my test. Uh, there was nothing about me anxious. We drove on a freeway the day I got my car to the river and dunked the damn thing in the river and almost lost my Jeep the first day. <laughs> Luckily, some dude pulled this out, but I put the whole front end and slid right into the water and just looked like, well, I've had a car for four hours and uh, my dad's going to probably... Break out the guillotine. This is not going to be good trying to explain. What happened to that Jeep? You had it for four hours. It's floating down the salt. I put it in the river. But some guy hooked it up and pulled it out of there and drove back. I cried a little. I'm not going to lie. It was a tough day. Oh, scary. <laughs> I was a teen boy at the river trying to be cool, and I was crying. <laughs> it wasn't it was the least cool thing in the world to see, you know, skinny, watermelon head, tiny little body, toothpick body. Crying because his Jeep's half in the water while adults went, don't worry about it, young man. We'll get it out. How old are you? 16 today. <laughs> oh, this poor bastard. And he cried all the way back to the to the US 60 and got home and nobody was any the wiser. Car ran just fine. Amazing old CJ7s. You could drive them underwater and they didn't seem to bother. We'll pull it out. Hop into my large Dodge truck. <laughs> and we did. We got into bench. the guy's truck and I had to blow him better and I got the car out. That's all that mattered, Brady. I, I didn't have a lot of money. I only had one one form of currency, and that was my sweet, sweet tender mouth. <laughs> but I, I owed that guy. And he did. He pulled it out of there real easy. But I just parked it on the rocks. Because my stupid friend Mark's like, put it in the, the cool guys put the first two tires in the water. It's true. Everybody down at the river used to park on the edge, and the front two tires went in the water. Put it in there. You're going to put your front tires in the water. Put your front tires in the water. Well, we're too stupid to know that all that slippery moss weird stuff lives there. <laughs> and I hit the brakes, and shh, we just kept sliding. And then, kunk, front end went right in. We're basically just bobbing. Oh, And Jesus. luckily, guy hooked it pretty immediately. <laughs> My dad's going to kill me. You guys aren't as cool as you think you are, are you? Uh-uh. Put your shirt on. You're making everybody feel like you got the AIDS. <laughs> I don't have AIDS. I just look skinny. I'm working on it. I was. I was. It was. It had to be. I wish I could go back and watch certain moments in my life where I'm the dumbest mother <laughs> alive. Because that's like that's a moment where if there was like a an internet ranking, like currently right now I'm sitting at about uh, five billionth in. Dumbest mother alive. But then, like, you see that moment where you dunk the car and you're in the top 40. All of a sudden, you're a Casey Kasem. Coming in at number 39, this idiot kid who dunked his car in the Jeep the first day he had it. You're a dummy. And I just want to watch my numbers go because I would sit and stare at that moron and laugh hysterically at my reactions to things because the tears flowed. Why are you crying so hard? We got it out. I just, I want to tip. I gotta go home. 
Jesus, Pansy, you're killing us. <laughs> and I tore my faster pussycat shirt. Oh, no, that, that wasn't going anywhere near the river. Pussycat wasn't, uh, that was off limits. That was that hung in the, A, I wasn't allowed to wear it too much. It's a formal shirt. It said uh, <laughs> F you on the back or something stupid. It had a lot of, it was, and it glowed in the dark, so I didn't know what the sun would do to it. I knew it would, that was a, that was a shirt that's, that was a. That's a night shirt. It was for church and visitors. Like if we had guests. Go put on your good clothes. We got we got company. I'll be right back. My glow in the dark faster pussycat here. But yeah, I'm sure we were blasting Sheriff or something stupid in the car thinking we're yeah. Oh man. <laughs> I had a lot of dumb. Sheriff. Sure. Yeah, I I'm sure of it, because we thought chicks would dig this. Baby. I wonder your dad does your twenty. Oh, come on. You're blasting sheriff. I still think my dad might think I am. (laughs) So much evidence led him to think he had one when I was young that there's no way he shook it. A couple marriages, some girls in between. It's he's still got to think one of these days he's going to tell me. I've read stories about guys not coming out until they're 60. And I think my dad still got his fingers crossed that we don't have to have that talk. Even today, some guys oh. call him. You know, your son's gay. He yeah. says it on the yeah. air. <laughs> oh, I'm sure of it. And, and if you know, like there are people my dad's worked with, like, oh, I listen to you all the time. You're not gay for real, are you? I'm like, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is my wife. Like, what? What's going on? And then they, I'm sure they run to my dad. And, you know, he says he's gay. I know, I know. He's been a twink for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> you should have seen him when he was real young. His sister was more masculine. <laughs> Now I have two kids that take it in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's what it was. What are you going to do? Nothing good. Brady met uh, my nemesis yesterday. He was golfing with uh, Ohio State's San Antonio Holmes. Oh. Former Pittsburgh Steeler, Super Bowl MVP, Super Bowl 43. Yeah. And uh, I can say it out loud. Uh, biggest dick in the Steelers' uh, last 20 years. That guy. And I know you're probably your best friends with him now, or you don't want to say anything bad, but I'm glad I didn't get to meet him with you because I would have gone off on him being high times on the golf course. You got stoned with Santonio yesterday. Smoked I, you know, Maybe by contact. There's, the guy smoked himself out of the he NFL. He does. You know, there's a lot of people like this smoke on the golf course. <laughs> Cigars and stuff. But this dude was just breaking blunts. He, he enjoys out. all of the above. Cigars. And he's going <laughs> to, he's telling about, uh, he's got a podcast. That's going to be coming out called Sticks. Yeah. It's about about golf clubs. It's about cigars. Sticks. Weed. Yeah, weed. It's all about weed. And eventually it'll be about his penis. That's, that's, that sticks. I tried. I said, what about that? You know, like sticks, man. All sticks. Santonio was always about Santonio. And you learned that the day he hugged a player for the Atlanta Falcons when he made a catch. To beat the Steelers, and he was on the sidelines hugging Michael Jenkins because they went to Ohio State together. I'm like, this has nothing to do with your current team. This is all about you, isn't it? And then when you're when you're that stupid and you smoke yourself out of a job and you get traded for a fifth round pick, and then you just fade away and blame injuries. Oh, I'd have had a long conversation with him. We probably got high. I told him about that story. Yeah, and he just goes, "Oh man, eat a D, bro." (laughs) Is that what he told me? (laughs) Uh, All right, I'll do that (laughs) after you admit what you did was wrong. I watched him get a manicure on a TV show, and he came in with his Ohio State gear in Pittsburgh. And like, you don't wear the Steelers stuff? Oh, man, no. 
Oh, you don't in Pittsburgh. I thought the the lady behind that. I thought that little Asian woman in uh, Pittsburgh was going to kill him. Heinz Ward came in decked out in all Steelers gear, and he's wearing his Ohio State stuff. It's like you don't want to be here, do you? <laughs> I don't know. I just want what I want. Oh, I wanted to punch him so many times. He mashes the ball. Yeah, I bet he's a you know he's a pro athlete, Brady. He points that out to you. He did say that a couple. I want to I want to hang out with him for a day just to see what he, he says to my face. You'd enjoy it. No, I don't know that I would. <laughs> I think I might not. I would just constantly berate him. Like, how do you get, how, how do you blow that? How do you screw that up? And he would go, it's a tough business, man. I'm like, no, no, no. You've never learned a lesson. You're doing it now. How was weed? I, I'll, I'll never understand an athlete who thinks weed's more important from 20 to 30. Put it down and smoke it after you retire. To get caught with a bad drug test in the NFL means you're the dumbest you know, you're top 40, dumbest mother on the planet. How do you do it? Weed is just not that great for you to th- If somebody said, here's a million dollars or you and you got to stop smoking weed until the million's gone. I'm like, okay. That's great. If you gave me, if alcohol wasn't allowed and I'm getting paid seven, eight million bucks, here, I'm just, okay. That's an easy opt out. But only the dumb ones keep doing it. Most Wheaties are that way, though. never understand that. I'll never get that. That doesn't add up to me at all. Cocaine, I think heroin, I could do it, too, if they said, you know, you're going to get uh, $8 million a year, no barbecue. How about, no how about this? Brady, you get the, $8 million a year, you've got to maintain 175 pounds. <laughs> it's $8 million. How, how dumb are you? Dumb. Yeah, you give me ten years. Really you got to maintain 175 pounds for ten years. Can't go over it. We're going to come in and randomly weigh you. Can we go a little higher? No, 175. That? That's still big for your height. I'd probably do it. Yeah, of course you'd probably. I'd move to Ethiopia for I that. Would, <laughs> I, would, I would. I would just go on an air yeah. diet until yeah. eight million dollars to make. I wouldn't like they get on a scale like you're 154 pounds. You're like I know. I don't even want to flirt with it. You think I want to be right up on the bubble? If I put a couple pounds on, I want to be 160. I'm not... Please. Good move, though, Brett. Definitely move out of it. Oh, yeah. No. I can't believe you had an internal thought. Yeah, it's a a battle, John. That's how powerful it is. (laughs) No, it's not. Eight million is more powerful than your desire to eat cream corn. (laughs) Little Debbie's... uh, (laughs) She's a temptress, I say. Those Swiss rolls. So here's $8 million for the, every year for the next seven years. You just got to maintain that weight. And you're sitting there going, eh. Jeez. How about $4 million? I hold 220 No. This is the <laughs> only thing. The struggle was getting to 175 Once you do, But isn't that motivation Yeah, if enough? I'm not 175 yeah, I could, make, I could do that. Easy. Somebody's got to give you $8 oh, million. Dollars. And it's still, I don't know. For 22 years, you've been this, and so yeah. to go to 175 and try and stay there, I don't think it would be as easy. It wouldn't be as easy for me. Right? You'd now. have yeah, to get below the- 175 substantially, because on a random weigh-in, yeah. you don't want to be toying with it. So yeah. you got to get down to like 163, 165 to be safe every time you get weighed. And it's anxiety again. It's again. It's making weight again, like uh, back in the wrestling right. days years ago. Back in the wrestling days, you, all you got as a reward was to roll around with another dude for eight minutes in high school and yeah, experience and that's right. tingles. Now I'm getting a roll of cash. Now you're getting eight million dollars. I think that's a that's an, and that's what I don't get about pro athletes. You can't, you just all we ask is that you don't smoke tons of weed. 
I got to hand it to the NBA. Years ago, they looked at their product and said, "We can't have a weed policy. <laughs> we, we won't Too have important. any. We won't have any players." And to their credit, the NBA players are like, "We're all doing it." So. If you test one and you test it, you're going to lose your whole league. So that was a smart way for the NBA players to go. Have you noticed that? The NBA doesn't have any weed suspensions ever. Yeah. The NBA. Why can't the NFL follow that? Because they got stupid and they tried to be Puritans. And I don't know what about marijuana is a performance enhancer. So I don't get why it's anything. But they should have all just said, hey, we all have to smoke. So they stopped testing. The NBA just turned a blind eye to it and said, yeah, probably. Don't go, you know, getting blasted on coke and stuff. You might fail. No failed drug test in the NBA is the greatest agreement between a union and its owners ever. Can we be really, really lax on the drug program? Sure. We don't want, there's only five guys on the floor at a time. If two of them are suspended for weed, you start losing some superstars. They smoke a lot of weed. I have a friend who used to do coke with a couple of the sons. Recently. Not the ones. Oh, no, it was like five years ago, six years ago. And we're, he was a cokehead. He's like, oh, my coke days. That guy, I mean, he used to go to the Merc bar and just blast off. I'm like, no kidding. I was, he would bring it. He had the best stuff. He's, a, he's got a lot of money. And I'm like, holy cow. <laughs> that player's since been traded. But not for weed or coke. He's like, oh, yeah, NBA guys, they have the best drugs. And I'm like, that's been tri- tip of the cap to the National Basketball Association for just going, all right, do what you do. Just uh, don't drop that on the court or anything. We can't have Show that. up for the game. Yeah, just be there. You can be all cokey and stuff, but just don't go, don't go too far. And that said, the WNBA started practicing yesterday. Brittany Griner and her new hair out there shooting around. She's making 165 grand a year. For an extra hundred and sixty-five thousand dollars, could you maintain two hundred? Oh yeah, really? Just for a that's year? a tough one. The way you fought me at one seventy-five for eight million, yeah. Brittany Griner's contract. You're you're an oh yeah immediately. An additional one sixty-five. Yeah. <laughs> Get you an additional one sixty-five. That. <laughs> that sounds reasonable. Eight million. I got to lose fifteen twenty more. Forget it. <laughs> that's crazy. Anyway, I'll never get it. And I'll talk to Santonio about that if you ever have me out with Santonio. How how dumb are you? What do you mean, man? You smoked weed. Well, the one rule was you lose millions if you smoke weed. How good is weed? Let me show you. The best NBA podcast is two former NBA players called Up and Smoke with Matt Barnes. <laughs> and it's like That's right. all they do is smoke weed with other NBA guys. And they're like, yeah, we just smoke it like crazy. Never while you were playing? As far as you know. <laughs> it's brilliant. Don't ask, don't tell. Exactly. Genius. And the NBA played along. That's smart. Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats? All right, Wake Up Song brought to you by our buddies at Action Ride Shop. With the wind and the hurricane going on out there, and now's the time to get your gear repaired or pick up some new gear. It's over <laughs> now. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> we had a hurricane. Yeah. So, you want to go up north this weekend? You want to hit the trails this weekend? Now's the time to get those uh, get those rentals, get those repairs done on anything. Go to actionrideshop.com, get all the details, or just visit the boys over there on Gilbert Road in Southern. And uh, for Ash Wednesday, we got Five Finger Death Punch Ashes. Uh, Deep in snow right now, in fact. In oh, there you go. Yeah. Uh, Queens right yeah. on the list, Slipknot, Deep Purple with Stormbringer, Pantera, wow. Creator, Kim Dracula with Jonathan Davis. Beastie Boys, Corn Filter, Scorpions in Flames. We'll do and the then, Ash uh, Wednesday one. 
Metallica for uh, Father Dale Holier than Thou. Oh, you got that. And also you have uh, the Guns N' Roses announcement that came out a couple yeah. days ago yesterday that they're coming back to town. And again, a little disappointed that they haven't put together a record, but they keep touring. If but I, are you? I mean, we might get another Chinese democracy. Chinese democracy is better than it's given credit for. It's just because no it, slash. It is. It's, but it's Axl Rose's solo If he would have called it something yep, else. I totally agree. If it was called Axl Rose or just Roses... And put that out, people have been like, this isn't bad. There's some, that, that Richard Fortas or whatever his name is, the guitar player he's got on that, in that version of Guns N' Roses, is amazing. But the thing is, there's nothing memorable. No, there's, there's not there's one no song you can hit. go, oh, there you go. Like, there's no Sweet Child of Mine, there's no Welcome but to the live, Jungle. They do two or three songs on their tour from mm. Chinese Democracy, and they're all, that made me get Chinese Democracy. It made me go, I, I didn't give this a fair chance. There's three or four songs that are really good. You're right. I Nothing about it. Nobody cares why if they're it's not just Axel. Exactly. Yep. But I think the reason why they're not putting out the record is there's probably a chance that uh, going back in the studio could make the tour toast. You'd think that the, there'd be a fallout of some sort, or they're just not getting along. Maybe the tour thing is working better for them. Maybe. Let's possible. just keep doing that. Maybe. Once you get into writing and stuff. I mean, I think, yeah. I think they're at the point where they're like poison now. It's just like, you know what? Nobody wants to hear anything new from us. They want no. to hear the hits. Well, that's Let's true. go make a couple million, and we'll uh, be out of here. But you'd still make a fortune putting out an album. People I think would, people taking, would jump I think on they're it right taking away. the easier road. That's yeah. all they're doing. Oh, yeah. they're just like, they don't need to. Do we want to go back yeah. into? You really don't have to. You don't have to risk it, I guess. Yeah. But they're coming back again. And this would be the third time I've seen them since their reunion, and nothing's different. Saw them in Vegas twice. It would be the fourth time I saw them here. I saw them in Vegas with you at the Alliance, and I saw them on their first day. When they opened up their "We're Back Together" tour at uh, T-Mobile, and it was that was the best one. They're they're an arena band. They're not a, a stadium band. Thing didn't work out. They and then you horrible. you have the Stones, who are putting out a new record, and their uh, McCartney's playing Ringo, on it, and McCartney, Ringo's going to do yeah. a couple of tracks, I think. Yeah, just the old guys. Uh, one more lap. Well, they need a drummer. Right. Ringo's available, and you might as well go with somebody from your generation. And then Paul will show up and do a couple songs. He can't sing anymore. So if he shows up and plays bass, but that's it. Paul's Paul's singing is that thing they did for the Foo Fighters was. It's like Harrison Ford walking around in that show. You're like, oh, he's old. But yeah, that Chinese democracy is better than people give it credit for. But you're right. If it was just called Axl Rose, it would have a different vibe to it because it's Guns N' Roses. Everybody's like, this isn't Guns N' Roses. That's not Slash's guitar. Slash is as big a part of Guns N' Roses sound as Axl ever could be. Well, it, 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 the same goes for like Van Halen. I mean, without yeah. Eddie's guitar, exactly, you got nothing. You can switch lead singers even, mm-hmm. but you can't take that guitar out. Completely agree. Let's do Ashes by Five Finger Death Punch for Ash Wednesday. We all those dirty headed folks. I don't have it. You have I don't know if it. I got a clean version. Oh boy, hang on a second. Yeah, oh boy, <laughs> hold that thought. Let me get my ninja fingers ready. It could it could work. Five finger. We'll get on that. Death punch. How did uh, did you beat uh, San Antonio Holmes yesterday, Brady? No, he put up an eighty, and I was an eighty-two. All right, I've got the lyrics. We're good. Load that thing up. We'll do some ashes for Ash Wednesday. You think San Antonio got some ashes on his head yesterday? (laughs) Probably every day he's covered in ashes. We talked about it. Um, (laughs) Yes, he's covered in ashes, soaked in them, in fact, which is uh, his dream. We've never had a drug policy here in our station. Only one fake day. We'd lose everybody so here except for this show. I don't think Shannon smokes. No. None of us do. No, I don't. Larry would be so fired. 
Uh, don't give him something else oh, to stress man, about, please. Don't even. Do he's going to come in. Loony, uh, he's going to lose his mind. I should talk to the Hubbard management. And I don't know if Fitz does or not. I think Fitz partakes now and again. Yeah. I wonder if, if Larry got cut in the blood ran on the dirt. Would stuff start growing? Weed would grow up immediately. Yeah. yeah. Immediately. Larry is. I don't even know that blood would come out. I think just chunks. Just, blood. I think just loads of blood and seeds would fall. You just have away. to shut down KDKB. Not that anybody would notice, but. Yeah. Uh, well, if we had. A, uh, did they? I think that's. We'll just blame that. Yeah. It's been closed for a while. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. Holmberg's morning sickness. Screaming through a Wednesday. And the wind has died down. Up north, everything's gone. The uh, flagstaff is gone. It's buried under snow, and we'll never see them again. It's all over. If you watch the news, it's the scariest day ever. Is Westside still there? Westside survived (sighs) it all. That storm blew through fast, though. Yeah, it did. It's already dry. That's right. They're making a big deal. Like, I keep getting these alerts. I'm like, it's just a little, we're good. We're going to be all right. Uh, and plus, it's Wings Day, for God's sakes. How yes. in the world are we freaking out and it's Wings Day? Uh, Hooters bringing you the Brady Report. And it says right here, Hooters is coming hard with two specials to choose from. Buy 20 wings, get 10 free. That's for dine-in or takeout. Or all-you-can-eat wings for $20.99. I call that 21 bucks, but it looks better on paper at twenty ninety nine. Uh, it's dine-in only. Wings Day Wednesday only at Hooters. Brady, report it. Good Wednesday afternoon to you, or morning to you. That's right. (laughs) You're already waiting for lunch. Hello, world. (laughs) So much for that 175, 8-0. You know, it's so funny. It's like, I mean, I'll take Jay there today. Yeah, Brady's got a house guest that's... Body visiting. Dr. Dr., uh, Teeth from the Muppets. (laughs) First thing I see, yeah, I met him yesterday, and he's like, I got two gold teeth. And I'm like, that's what crackheads introduce themselves to say. Why did you you say hello first? Why does he have two gold teeth? Because his parents had him. And he took them and out of their mouth when they passed? or No, he just thought he likes to show it when he smiles. You know, you can see the side things. He thinks it's a good thing. <laughs> and you pointed out, Jay. What's with the teeth, Jay? Is he a member of Outcast or something? Yeah. I mean, was Andre 3000 staying yeah. with you? Yeah. Is Paul Wall at his house. <laughs> but first thing Brady says, Jay, you haven't seen him for years. I'm like, no, I haven't, but I do remember you. How are you? I got two gold teeth. He's got two gold teeth. And I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> why did you? Why would you say that? We were just talking about because he, you know, they glistened through that conference room. Sure, he was sitting in there, he was in a conference room shining his teeth. <laughs> <laughs> but just because his parents had him, it's, he's passing. He's it's yeah, a family he tradition. To carry on the tradition to have some some. Good, I didn't like, know. You know, I didn't know this because I knew you know Mister Miss Doctor Blazik. Yeah, and I. You know, I guess he, they didn't shine like Jay's. I told him, the first thing I said was, you know, we've got a ton of hotels and resorts in the area. <laughs> Nobody wants a house guest. Okay. You could see the discomfort in Dr. Tooth as I told him, you know, Brady's a nice guy, and he, but you need to stay in a hotel when you come into town. It's not like we're in Sholo. So many places for you to stay, independent. Now you got to quietly whack off in Brady's guest room, and you know he's doing it. That's everybody does. Take dumps in Kirby's bathroom. Are you done in there, house guest? What's going on? <laughs> that is my bathroom. Get out. Dr. Tooth. <laughs> they sent Brady pictures of that yesterday. <laughs> Dr. Tooth, Brady's house guest. That's right. <laughs> you, didn't know, you didn't know why I did that? That's why yeah, I was sending those. Because I, I was on the golf course <laughs> when it came across, and I'm like. <laughs> why is he sending me these? Because that's your house guest, Dr. Tooth. <laughs> Get out of there. 
Dad! Your rapper friend is clogging up the toilet again. It's not a rapper. Yeah, could have fooled me with that mouth. He's doing some projects at home. Oh, you got him working? Yeah, he's fixing a drawer in the kitchen. Why? Just, he wanted to. No, like, he okay. did not. You had to yeah, tell him your drawer was broken. That's what friends do, John. No, it isn't. That's what deadbeats do when they earn their keep. <laughs> Dr. Tooth is God. very... I know, and he should spend some of that money on a hotel or resort. I'll fix a drawer, and I'll live with you for a little while. See, you want to go out to the water well and get a bucket? I've got do- Dr. Tooth for one more day, so I might as well utilize it. You're a little house some on the paint, prairie now. Fixing, fixing up. Just stay at a resort. You don't have to paint the walls. You give them a few <laughs> hundred bucks and you got a room for a week. The kid's good. You can stay with us if you paint my house. <laughs> what a deal. He's fixing a drawer. Why don't you fix the drawer? We'll see if he fixes it. <laughs> or if he doesn't, is, are, are you, you going to charge gonna him? Hit him up for some cash? You didn't really do much while you were here. Yeah, if he, if he doesn't, if it's not fixed by the time I get home. Hey, uh, Dr. Tooth, why don't you wake up for a second? I noticed that drawer's still all wonky. I'm going to need you to get out. Good job, Daddy. Get rid of this guy. Go look in the bathroom. He leaves stains like he's an artist. I'm sorry. Ah, Daddy's friend has two gold teeth. Good thing for life. Got a couple of baseless fun facts. Is he listening now? Maybe. You should just go on the internet. Check out some of the resorts in the area. I wonder how long he spends on buffing the teeth each morning. Like <laughs> Kirby knows. Get out of there! What are you doing? What is that noise? Polishing the teeth, Kirby Dubs. What? You need to get out of our house. But your dad said I can stay so long as I do some handiwork. You're a drifter. Get out. That's what hobos used to do. You got any odd jobs around the house? Give me a room and board. Sure, you can come in and fix a couple drawers. I got a cabinet that's hanging sideways. You talk about the open house policy, you know, the Midwest thing. Yeah, you're not there anymore. Jay always tells me, because his house is uh, lives on a golf course. Mm-hmm. He's like, whenever you're in town, man, door's open. I don't want to live with you. You want to bring friends and stuff? You can use the house. Oh. I'm so much happier when I go back and visit the family oh. that I get a hotel now Absolutely. instead of staying. It's just oh, it's so much better. You're not dependent on whatever it is they eat yeah. out of their fridge and their weirdness of that. He's great for leftovers. He'll clean your refrigerator. Well, I'm not interested in somebody cleaning Dr. me out. Dr. Tooth <laughs> just, you know, you, you throw food away. No, not an option. I don't need you rummaging through my fridge either. <laughs> It's like having a productive homeless person living with you. It's fabulous. <laughs> exactly what it is. He's gonna get, it is exactly that. I'm surprised he doesn't have a hobo sack. His gold teeth, a hobo sack, and a screwdriver to fix your screwed up drawers. He's up. Is he texting you? <laughs> Dr. Tooth needs to get a room. That, because especially because, like, if I stayed at your house, Brady, and everybody turns in at 9, <laughs> now I'm the jerk who's got his TV on. It's... I'm not going to bed for three more hours. No, I'm just that weird teenage boy living. I just go get a room. House guest. Yes, I'm listening. Of course you're listening. You got nothing else to do. <laughs> fix the drawers. <laughs> I'm working on the drawer right now. Good. Earn your keep. Or? it'll. And I know the first thing it'll say, factory finish, right? Yeah, I- uh, okay, great. And then you know what else? You could have stayed at a room, gotten room service this morning, met Brady for the afternoon. Instead of just staring at his wife and kid. Can we get you anything, Dr. Tooth? No, I'm good. I'll just fix the drawers and take huge <laughs> in your bathroom.
Where do you get guests from, Angie's List? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great added service. <laughs> hey, we could have more friends come over. <laughs> yeah, plumber's staying with us next week. Uh, Mr. Bogan, you need me to bust up this shiff robe? Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Dr. Tooth, bust up the shiff robe and make it f- snappy. Yes, sir. That's one more day I could stay if a shiff robe goes and cleans itself. That's right. Bust up my shiff robe. John's landscapers don't need a place to stay. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, Brady would have the landscapers in the house all the time. Guys, come in. Look, it's hot out. We're supposed to be working outside. Well, it's, you look handy. This drawer doesn't seem to want to pull out. What was wrong with the drawer? It, w- it went off the, it broke the railing. Oh. It was too heavy. You know, it just needs better. Dr. Tooth can fix that. Yeah. And he noticed Factory that immediately. Finish. He noticed a flaw in your home immediately? No, I, I pointed it out for some, Ronnie did for projects. Because he said, hey, if you for need anything projects. help, you need me help, uh, anything that needs to be fixed around the house. He and didn't she, mean that. She basically said it, you know, because I haven't fixed it. People, it's oh, been there. Oh, it was a passive aggressive Oh, that you. drawer that's been there for like a year. So she kicked you in the nuts with yes. Dr. Tooth. Yeah, it was a saying, double well, whammy. a real man wants to do any work around here. <laughs> But no man ever comes in and says, hey, if you need any help around here, you're not supposed to actually give him jobs. Nobody means it. Yeah. That guy doesn't mean he wants to. That guy does. No, he yeah, does. You say that about he's everybody. <laughs> he may be amazing, but he doesn't want to do any handiwork at your house. You don't want to do it. Why does he? I guess that's the price of admission to the Bogan Hostel. It's a good deal. It is a good deal. Three hots and a cop. Except for waking up work. with half a boner and Kirby's in the hallway going, bathroom's mine, Dr. Teeth. <laughs> Sorry about that. I got a little morning sunrise down there. I apologize for you having to see that. I'll take your gold tooth and your boner back in your room. <laughs> Can he still get one, you think? Your family knows. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Your family knows when he was shuffling out of the room. And like, oh, Christ. <laughs> Gutty <Get a> coffee. <laughs> the man with the boner needs a drink. Dr. Tooth, you didn't know why I was sending you those pictures yesterday? You guys led with it. I thought it would be a fun, like, afternoon together. John sent me all the pictures of Dr. Tooth. The United Nations estimates there were about 95,000 centenarians in the world in 1990. Centurions? I think it's centenarians. Oh, okay. No, I've, we've always said centurions. Yeah, I think centurions oh, yeah, is century. Yeah. Centurions is what we say. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Centenarians no, is another word. Does that mean hundred year olds? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, it's it's definitely not centurions. No, we've it's not. said that. I've said years. centurions forever. Yeah. Centurions. Yeah. Because it sounds like some Roman hundred year old. <laughs> sounds like a gladiator. I am a centurion. <laughs> I have relieved myself in my drawers. So ninety five thousand in nineteen ninety, more than four hundred and fifty thousand in twenty fifteen. Oh, it's going to get, the number's going to grow. By 2100, there'll be 25 million. No, there won't. <laughs> no, there won't. There, because disease is going to wipe out tons of us. See, that's what happens with overpopulation and things that last too long. COVID gave us a little test run and said, guys, there's too many of you. We need to thin this a little bit. You ready? And just teased us with a cold. Wait until we have 25 million 100-year-olds spreading their diseases all over the place. Dr. Pepper debuted. Dr. Pepper debuted in 1885, one year before Coca-Cola. No kidding. That was the first one in. Yeah. And Coca-Cola beat him to the punch by adding cocaine to their drink. Upped it a little which bit. Which is why it won. Up that. Yeah, people are like, prunes, cocaine. I'm going yeah. cocaine. <laughs> yeah, I would rather have this. this stuff makes me...
an insufferable amount. And the other stuff gives me a pep in my step. It's also the 43rd anniversary of the Miracle on Ice today. Yep. And the 40th anniversary of Sticks ruining music with Mr. Roboto. <laughs> Mr. Roboto. do that for the side. Oh. Oh, yeah. I didn't bring it up for a reason. Mr. Roboto was where music went to die in 1983 I and changed everything. I think they're in everything. town, actually, because I believe they played in Prescott last night, maybe the night before, and I think they're Sticks in town. Sticks or Dennis DeYoung? Well, Sticks. Because Dennis DeYoung I would go see. You don't it, think Sticks does joined, the Roboto? Yes, unfortunately. They I think started Sticks, to do it again yeah. after years. Of course. Yeah. I think Sticks does. Well, Tommy Shaw realized nobody wants to hear Damn me, me bitch about everything. Right. He wants right. to, They want the hits. And some right. of the hits, they like Babe, I'm Leaving, they yeah. do that. And he hated that. But I look at Sticks as the band that a bunch of pussies that complained about the guy writing hits for him all the time. And they're like, this guy was a, you know, we were doing a thing on Roboto. And I'm like, you, you could have stood up. Like one of the guys left. Like you could have stood up and quit, but you took all the money. You 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 sang "Babe, I'm Leaving." You did all the ballads, and Dennis DeYoung became the guy. I don't want to hear Tommy Shaw singing those songs. I want to hear Dennis DeYoung do it. And I watched him on that PBS special a few years ago, and Dennis DeYoung knocked it out. Then he does "Roboto," and it's like, oh, music dies dies again. <laughs> music takes and the, they still pay, proud of and that song. Oh. The, and that production of Mister Roboto and oh. that whole album, yeah. Was he wanted to be a Broadway yeah. play? Oh, he had big, terrible. Mr. Roboto is maybe one of the worst hit songs of all time. It is so dumb and so bad. We built this city. Another one. Not not nearly in the category of We Built oh, This City is know. a is the band you didn't want to hear do that. Yeah. We built this city's not a bad song if it was done by somebody other than Starship. I disagree. I think that is. A it's not a good song. Premise, horrible song. It's it's campy pop crap. Roboto. Yeah, you're right. Is, it is on another absurdly level. terrible. There's only been one seven foot player in the NFL. Oh wow! I didn't even know there was wow. one. Who was that? Richard Sly was exactly seven feet tall and played defensive tackle for the Oakland Raiders one season in yeah. 1967. Wow. You could get under that guy's block for sure. You'd push him up in the air. I think I might have done this one before. Iceland has only been in two wars. The age of the Sturlungs from 1220 to 1264. That's a long war. And the Cod Wars. Oh, they fought the fish. From 1958 to 1976. <laughs> the fish they were furious back. at the fish. <laughs> Who won that? Iceland's still a They've thing and they're still caught. they only had one casualty. One guy died? In both Well, you fight fish. Wars. They probably yeah. didn't see Oh, and in both wars, they only yeah. lost one, one guy. Casualty. One was 42 years long. And they were on an island. What so, kind of yeah, war is yeah. a hell of a war? Were they playing with yeah. cards? I'm going to get me. <laughs> I'm question the uh, record keeping at 1220 and 1264. Why? I don't know. If, uh, All right, then your Bible's pointless. Yeah, exactly. If you don't like records. <laughs> <laughs> you just shot your own Bible yeah, in the face. Did. They don't record casualties in the, the oh, Bible. Oh, sure they, they say 10,000. Yeah, well, did. you know what? <laughs> That's all they did. Wow. Well, Sodom and Gomorrah. Stop, stop talking. No. Just say, you're right. <laughs> throw, I goofed. And move throw on. Numbers out. They nope. did throw no, numbers out. Now. Here we go. They, they oh. did throw numbers out on circumcising. What? Yeah, because Joshua took the, I think it's. All right, settle down. Just say you shouldn't have said that. I don't trust the record keeping in the 1200s. Well, well your, old, your old belief system is based on <laughs> believing in records. Record keeping isn't just numbers. The written word, I yeah. believe it's called. Yeah. And that was 300 years after they said it happened. 
I would like to uh, retract it all. Retract. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good move. There you go. Sorry, God. Wow. We've reached a new. Uh, it's Brady's Crash so Wednesday. I think the twelve twenty to twelve sixty four is more accurate than nineteen fifty eight. Right. The Cod Wars. I don't know what you're I talking think about. They're, they're hiding deaths. Just walk through there. it. Just, you're, nope. Here we go. And Todd took no, 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 no. Stop. First I'd like to retract in, my statement. First, that you I didn't just believe the 1200. Giggle a little bit and go, that was silly. And then move on. It's getting worse. One more thing. Nope. Tell you what I don't believe. Oh, here we go. Wow. The world's largest four day work week pilot program has wrapped up. It took place over six months in the UK. It involved researchers from around the globe, including Boston College and the University of Cambridge. 61 companies participated, nearly 3,000 employees. The companies could choose how they'd structure it, like giving an extra day off per week or reducing the working days in the year to average out to 32 hours per week. So it wasn't even a 40-hour, you know, crammed into four days. Right. The only requirement was that they could not cut salaries or benefits. The workers would get 100% of their pay. In exchange, they deliver 100% of their usual work. At the end, resounding success. Yeah. For employees and employers. And it wasn't just less working hours for the same money. 15% of the employees who participated said no amount of money could convince them to go back to working five days a week. Yeah. Only 15% said four days is better? I tell you right now, if you told everybody... 85% said four days is if better. If you told no, everybody, get everything done Monday, and you can have the rest of the week off, <laughs> we'd be incredibly productive. I'd be here till the 8 o'clock is, on Mondays. 40 hours a week, you kill 20 of them dicking around. Yo. The companies... So it's, it's their, you get too much time. You need to put people under the gun, and if you do it, they're, they're going to get more done if the threat of being fired is over your head and if you don't get it done. Here's the point of it's not so much even being under the gun. The, the, the companies reported that their revenue stayed broadly the same during the six-month trial but went up 35% on average when compared with a similar period from the previous years. They also dealt with less turnover, fewer sick days, less burnout. Yeah. People are happy with the employee's yeah. performance. They're more rested. They've got more good things to happen. It, it's no a fact. downside. We have too much downtime at work. Yep. Like of you. the 61 companies, 56 said they were continuing the four-day work week. Oh, man. And then you know what that leads to, which is awesome? The three-day work week. Eventually, <laughs> we'll be like, we can get this week. It's almost named that tune. I can get the week done in three days, Bob. Hey. They do it with firefighters and police sometimes where you work a full shift. You work sure. 24 on, 24 They're insane. Up. That they I don't insane, want. But they sit around the house a lot. They tell us that all but the But again, time. if you just basically said stuff has to get done from here to here or else. Right. You'd get it done. You would never say I'll do it tomorrow. you got too much time. Half the sales staff, they don't show up. They're working three-day weeks downstairs. Uh, oh, 100%. <laughs> and they all say they're working from home. Nobody works from home that hard. You get stuff done, but you're not working. Right, because you, you get so much time. Yeah. It's the it, office space put it beautifully. I do just enough to not get hassled because you demand I'm here all the time. 5% said they're, uh, of the company said they're done with it. <laughs> Somebody just said, Brady, minutes. you realize the fourth book of the Bible is literally counting. It's called numbers. <laughs> I don't trust the record keeping 1,200 years after Jesus is Except for in that book. Well, there's no more. Numbers is pretty accurate. 
Did some Haitians in on that one. <laughs> that was written by uh, Brother Quan. What I meant is... No, 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 no. This is good. You're going to make a bad joke. What I meant is learning about history, sometimes your numbers, just like everything, could be exaggerated one side or the other. Because history goes to the Even today, reporting, you know, casualties or saying... But there's a dead... But that's the point I was making when you said I don't really trust the accuracy of reporting back then, except for the Bible was... Years and years prior to that. So you got to be careful when you say, I don't really trust that 1200 is going to give me accurate information. Guy says, Because then everything before that's even worse. Yes. Guy says, Thank Christ, Brady, that you made that rea- that retraction. That was the right call. I'm a heathen, and here are the numbers that I know Cain and Abel, that's one casualty. Sodom and Gomorrah, two full cities. Lot's wife, one casualty. And again, Revelations, yeah. a couple million ish. Yeah. They, they, they couldn't count to a million real good. They didn't have like a lot of computer. Like you could also revelations is not a couple million. He's crazy. It hasn't happened. <laughs> no, but he's saying that there's the you know the crusades and things that went along with that. There's a lot of stuff that came from that. There's number. There was good keeping. Uh, you just better say that everything's been accurate since zero. <laughs> Otherwise, you negated something. But I'm really- just saying to the Icelandic people, come on, bro. One casualty. <laughs> it does seem low for a 40 year war. Not really sure you were at war. You might have just been in an argument, or Brett, like Brett said, you're just playing cards, and it was <laughs> misinterpreted later through. This is a war, right? We both uh, have eights. War! I declare war. Here's some trendy work tre- uh, work terms in 2023: copycat layoffs. The idea that layoffs are contagious. When one corporation starts canning people, other companies decide they should do it too. I wouldn't disagree with that. Yeah. Bare minimum Monday. It's like quiet quitting, but just for the start of the week, you skate by and let yourself ease into it slowly. For sure. Chaotic working. Bare minimum Monday is our half-ass holiday work day. I've been saying yeah. that for years. And you get that one day, you got to kind of work your way back in if other people are working. It's brutal. Chaotic working. It's when you break rules at work to help out a friend. For example... Giving them an employee discount or upsizing their food on an order for free. You're talking about some real highfalutin jobs then. <laughs> yeah. Shift shock. That's uh, when you're excited about a new job. Shift. Shift shock. Because <laughs> uh, I've had <laughs> shock before and it is horrible. <laughs> you're excited about a new horrible. job. Days, nobody wanted to be in the house that with me. Sounds horrible. Sorry, everybody. I can't, I can't go off this week. I've got a terrible case of <laughs> shock. Shift shock is when you're excited about a new job, but after a few shifts, you realize you hate it. It's work. Boomerang employees. Yeah, that's an easy one. When you go back to an old job. You're fired. See you Monday. Career cushioning is the last one. It's when you don't necessarily hate your job, but you start looking for other jobs to, in case layoffs are coming. Hmm. Uh, this guy, Jeff Reitz, he's 50 years old. Just earned a Guinness World Record for visiting Disneyland. 2,995 days in a row. It's eight years, three months, and 13 days. His uh, run stretched from 2012 to 2020. His last visit was March 13th. The last day the park was open before closing for COVID. I was there with that dude. I remember, No, I don't. <laughs> but he was. I was there that day. Uh they yeah. just now certified it. You weren't there when they closed. You were there the week the before. The day before. Right, yeah, you were there right before. 
Not crazy. Um, Do they have an annual pass for that? Because I can't imagine how much that would cost. <laughs> oh, exactly. Yeah, I mean, he buys the annual. you got to go a lot to make that worth your while. Um, and since the uh, COVID, he's like, I don't know if I'm going to return to Disney or not again. After he started the straight, he, he was going to start it back up. But he's like, I'm not sure. But now that he got the Guinness World Record, they invite him back to display it. Yeah, He's like, I will, but is isn't picked a date yet disney is another reason that i don't want there to be an afterlife because disneyland's awesome but after a while you're gonna get bored oh oh yeah i don't know how that guy did that two thousand times in a row forever in paradise is gonna be like eventually and what else you got and it's (laughs) got to be inside the park right you can't go to downtown disney and get credit for maybe just show up and tap the sign a couple times. I'm giving you credit. It just seems like after a while you'd be like, "Oh, Disneyland!" Like you get you get tired of great things if you're there too much. That's why I kind of look forward to just everything turning black and there being nothing else. There's an awful lot of effort involved in forever. You just want the lights to go out. I just love the lights to go out, and then I got I got more responsibilities after this forever. No, thank you. Yeah, a woman named Prince taught me that forever is a mighty long time. <laughs> A woman named Karen Green had an original iPhone from 2007, which was still factory sealed. A billion dollars. She had uh, scored a new management job at PetSmart, and to celebrate it, her friends bought her the iPhone. Karen never ended up opening it up. She already had a phone that she liked, and she had a contract with Verizon at the time. iPhones could only be used with AT&T. So she just stuffed it in a drawer? Yep. How much? $63,000. $63,000. Oh, I wow. figured it would be a lot more than that. That's good. That's a nice little ROI on a gift. Does she split yeah. that with her friends, or is that gift is just That was a gift grand? to her, yeah. yeah. Is she still at PetSmart? Doesn't say. That's a good question. Do you feel obligated, like if I handed you some sort of innocent little gift and it turned into some $70,000 win that you should probably pop me back a couple no. bucks? No. 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 I would. Gift I'll take you to dinner. Yeah. That's sure. Dinner I, could, that. I could do dinner. Yeah. So I'd get you something. So you're just yeah. saying, basically, I give you a gift, but it's still part of mine no matter no, what No, no, no. I'm, I'm saying that if, I, if it was something that neither of us expected to become valuable like that. Like nobody ever expected that to be an investment opportunity. Like if she gave it because to you and said, is "This is going to be worth something someday." But if you find out later that the you know the little the little drawing that this person did turned into like a ten million dollar thing, I'd give you a few bucks. But like I can't well, something like that. But sixty three yeah. grand. Yeah, we'll go to grand. we'll go to stake forty four. Uh, I'm like, yeah, maybe tonight. sell you know, that you like gift you gave me. Couple twenty five hundred bucks and a dinner. <laughs> I think I'd hand. I'd I don't hand think I. I don't know if I'd be mad at the like if I gave it to her. I wouldn't be mad on if you didn't. If I didn't. But no, if I was the giver, I'd be like, that's great, good for you. But if they gave me something back, I think that would be a nice gesture. Because if they called me to tell me about, hey, remember that phone you gave me years ago? Well, I never opened it. And it turns out it's worth 60 I didn't want it, by the way. It's worth $64,000. I stuffed it in a drawer because I didn't want your gift. Oh, awesome. Why are you telling me this? Just to let you know that I scored off that gift you got me. Big time. Big time. Didn't want it. Kind of uh, not a whole lot of grateful coming off of me when you gave it to me. I, I left the tape on it. Last year, uh, this 63-year-old woman, Sandy Crow, lives in Evansdale, Iowa. She came forward with a lottery ticket worth thirty grand. Let's get a picture of Dr. Tooth fixing uh, Brady's <laughs> kitchen sink. Look at that. The drawer. Wow. This poor son of a bitch came all the way out here to do handiwork at your house. Good work. 
Dr. Tooth. Did he rent a car? No. Oh, this guy's oh, my killing God. me. He's killing me. <laughs> Who is this guy? He's, he's Get out and look around. What's he here for? To visit me for a day or two. And then What's he here for? His daughter lives here. Okay. Well, what is he staying with her? He is wow. on Thursday. Why not today? We're I having, had some uh, odd jobs I needed him to do. We're having bro time. <laughs> no, you're not. Are you're you? family. You're here. You're here we're and golfing a... yesterday. And he doesn't need to live with you to golf. We golf. I've never stayed at your house. <laughs> we just meet at the you're, golf If you're course. out of town... I would stay at a hotel you're, you're, at the resort we're well, going to go. But I'd at. offer you my house. You yeah, it's very nice. I know you don't mean that. I don't want to stay there either. So shh, there's hotels. They're much better. You're, so anyway, this broad, Sandy Crow. <laughs> Dr. Tooth sending me pictures. You know how much he hates this? I'll lay under there and make fun of it too because this is ridiculous. <laughs> I got a picture of the guy laying under Brady's sink working on his house because Brady won't do it. It's awesome. You're ridiculous. I remember his old man, his dad was... Probably in the seventies, painted my house, <laughs> organized my garage. To go over there, and it's meticulous. Like right. Mr. Miyagi trimmed the whole backyard. I'm like, this was a jungle. I thought it was supposed to look like that. Brady had let it go so badly. There was just a pool and growth. <laughs> and when I go over there, and it's beautiful. Like your yard is huge. I didn't realize you had grass. Me neither. His dad found dad, yard. Dad, you can come wow. in now. Yeah, I just figured Brady hadn't. Had time to do this. Oh, he's got loads of time. <laughs> got a TV show over here, Home Improvement. Yeah, dad, oh, his, improvement. His dad's bleeding. <laughs> his dad's <laughs> bleeding like crazy. All chopped up from the Bougainvillea. Torp Crasher. Yeah, I like that. Working on my house for free. It's 1870 it's, over there at his house. You got to get, on this, it is. You gotta get on this program. Put a, no. Put a sign says mercantile in your house. You're, <laughs> you and Paul Ingalls should be putting this together. So Sandy Crow came forward with a lottery ticket. There's a photo of her getting her giant novelty check. It's worth $30,000. Cops recently got a call about a disturbance at her home. Things went sideways. When uh, they got there, she was arguing with her roommate, 45-year-old Alvin Larson. He was in the middle of moving out, and police overheard them arguing about the winning ticket. Uh Turned out Alvin was actually the one who bought it. He had Sandy cash it in to avoid having to, uh, a portion of the money seized. His debt? $919 of unpaid fines he owes the city. So he convinced Sandy to say the ticket was hers and promised to give her a share of the winnings. That's yeah, not bad. <laughs> 30, pay the 919 <laughs> yeah, but now uh, it's called lottery fraud. Well, she's accused of fraud. And um, he's an idiot. He's also committed fraud. Can't he just give her the ticket and say, I want to give you this? They're both felony charges. How's it fraud if he says, here, I want you to have this? It seems like an easy lawyer thing to go. He gave it to her as a gift after he won. He wanted to give it to her. Yeah, she apparently realized she had all the leverage and didn't give Alvin his No, so then he started barking. That's where the problem is. And when you say Sandy, I picture the squirrel from SpongeBob, and Alvin is the chipmunk. So this whole thing got very woodland creature on me. Full name Sandy Crow. Let me show you the picture. Oh, God. She looks like a crow with glasses. Ah, she is. (laughs) This is what our friend Charlie Creedle would look like without all the stuff going wrong. (laughs) Oh, my God. Hang on, hang on. I'm hitting grass. How are you? That's Charlene Creedle. My girlfriend, my girlfriend, Sam Crow. It's not Cheryl Crow, you liar. No. She spent it on plastic surgery. This is just not Sandy Crow. 
Yeah, she looks like Charlie. There's this. Is uh, he still alive? Yeah, you heard from him. Yeah, okay. Invite him down next time. Hold on. How? 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 Uh, not too how long recently? ago, because we had uh, wrestling tickets. He asked for a wrestling tickets. Of, yeah. Oh, okay. He doesn't have my number. Did you get him wrestling tickets? No. Why not? Uh, because he he, he uh, traded uh, two it for days some later. I'll come down and walk on your lawn for a little while. Two days later, he goes, "I'm good. I got him." Oh, okay. You were going to get him, but I'd look Charlie into it. I thought I was gonna, maybe maybe we get that uh, trivia going again because he is amazing. <laughs> he is unbelievable. I don't think he's ever failed to get tickets, <laughs> no. whether from us or someone else. Don't worry about that. One thing hell of that. Hey, Brett, let me on the show now. You got any, you got ten bucks? <laughs> I miss Charlie. Yeah, invite him down, Brady. You can smell what Charlie's cooking. I've got just one radio video. All right. Is it of a guy uh, doing odd jobs around your house? No, it's a lady <laughs> golfing at a pro am. Oh, she's killing someone in the. We talked yeah, about this yesterday. This don't trust. Maybe don't trust the good. amateurs in a pro am. Just oh, right Bumps into in the, the face of the onlookers. Oh, oh this is horrible. This is horrible. Right? You know what? Let's, I'm going to hit him. All. I'm going to do it again. Oh God! Listen. Jesus. Oh, in the guy's head. Make her cut it out. <laughs> That's what the, the, you know, the, the gallery yells. Why, it's your fault, gallery. They're announcing that an amateur is on the tee. Double tips. Yeah, get out of there. What are you standing there watching amateurs like that? Wow. Takes his shin out. Wow. That's his leg. Did the other one hit him in the head? I thought I saw a hat fly in there. Here's number two. Hang on. Oh, yeah. If she went two for two, she's after him. (laughs) That might have been an ass shot there. (laughs) He just closing that club a little bit. Going 100 miles an hour, 30 yards. Make her cut it out. Make her cut it out. Stop hitting golf balls at us. I don't trust the pros. Right. Sometimes they sit there and they'll go, folks, move back. And they're like four feet from this guy making a mistake. Oh, it's crazy. Well, that's a good one. Brett, what do you got? All right. I got two of them. This one, we'll just say keep keep your head on a swivel when you're riding your... uh, when you're riding your scooter. Oh, God. Hang on a second. It might be something behind you to your side. Oh, this is going to be bad. No, this one isn't too bad. The next one. Okay. This is the, this this is is the appetizer. This is, yes. All right. Little scooter swivel action. You guys just riding along again in one of those countries. where oh, What in the world did a building that? just fell down on these people? What blows up? Something blew up. I don't know what. This is the the danger of the heavy winds. This is Italy and Japan or China. Look, he's got Chinese riding, but a building blew up like Italians were. Look at at how he landed, too. He's scorpion, too. Yeah, he gets blasted like something shoots. Is that a rug? It is a rug, I think, because there's the roller. It's a rug. It is a rug. House of Rugs blows up. And maybe Aladdin's uh, parking job was terrible. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like Aladdin trying to leave, and he crashes oh, the carpet. Ow, ow, chin checked by the street. <laughs> Face checked. Aladdin crashes the carpet into Asians. He got caught in like a downdraft. We'll finish this with All this right. one. Uh, be careful with fireworks. Oh, no. Uh, Here we go. Oh, in the face. Oh, he's lighting it in his mouth. Does this have sound? Uh, oh, God. He's oh, lighting. Dr. Tooth. Yeah, he needs his F- Dr. Tooth. Oh, he's M80. got a... It's, it's one of the Spinks brothers <laughs> is uh, lighting a... 
two of them in his mouth at the same time. He's got no teeth already. This is bad, bad. Brett. This is not going to end well. What is he? Spit it out. Spit it out. Spit it out. Spit it out. Oh, here he is afterwards. There he is with his entire jaw blown off. another... uh, Oh, my sweet God. That's a different guy. (laughs) You don't believe in the record keeping of that either? Brett's fake faces of death. Uh, Yeah, okay. Skeptic Brady, man, what? Digging in again. Come on. Come on. It's not even in 4K. <laughs> I don't believe anything's real until 4K. Just got Rick rolled. What in the <laughs> world? How can anybody believe in that nonsense? I need proof to believe in something. <laughs> the numbers just don't work. You're asking me to have faith that that's real. <laughs> I need concrete evidence, damn it. I'm gonna waste my time believing in that. That would make me gullible. Anyway. Well done, boys. Well done. There goes your Brady report. Go enjoy Wings Day at Hooters. Thanks, Hooters. Holmberg's morning sickness. Uh, we got. I wanted to bring this up. Uh, I, this is a. Uh, an oddly strange, but I'm going to try to be nice here because uh, I'm a nice guy. <laughs> the uh, uh, A week ago, I guess, uh, Mark from the Neanderthal and Mark show comes in. Can yeah. I talk to you for a second? I'm like, sure. He pops by. And uh, it just goes, you know, like you may think you have uh, a perception of yourself at the office. And I'm pretty aware of mine. Uh, and then so Mark sits down. And he goes, hey, uh, I just want to let you know. Um, stepping away from radio. And I'm like, holy cow. And Mark's been at this for a long time. And, I'm, and, he, and I said, that's great. Congratulations. Awesome. You got out. You get to, you, nobody in radio gets to leave on their own terms. You're always fired and then you drift and then you work in Sholo like Pratt did for a while and then you lie about how it all ended. And you, That's how all radio careers end. It's this, this unfortunate dismissal, this miserable ending. And you're like, ah, everybody's an asshole. And then you, you're, then you're driving on, you know, the 260 one day and you hear, hey, it's uh, John Holmberg here from AM 1440, Sholo's Hits of the White Mountains. <laughs> like, what in the world? I remember that guy. Or the worst thing you can hear, let's go to John Holmberg in the traffic center. Oh, my sweet Jesus, it's a radio nightmare. But so many of those names that, you know, were around end up doing that. He's retiring. Like, he's leaving. Like this, and I said, congratulations. That's amazing. Good for you. Uh, I'm happy for you. You've been at this a long time. I'm glad you get to go out on your own terms. And he says to me, um, could you not make fun of me for a few days? Just let me have this. <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, just don't, just leave it alone. And I'm like, I wasn't going to do anything. I said, if Neander Paul retired, I'd be all over it, like j- joking and laughing, and like laughing. Oh, he's got to go back to the Shire, or he's got to end up back with his, uh, to the swamp with his donkey. <laughs> and he said, yeah, I just want to. And I'm like, is that what you think of me? And he goes, I just, I wanted to make sure. I wasn't sure. And I'm like, all right, well, that's nice. So I wanted to say something nice because he is a good guy. So now it's game on? Well, now, yeah, the week's up. (laughs) I'm going to start attacking now. But I just wanted to, as the attacks come, it's with a wink and a nudge that we should all be so lucky. Um, Mark's been at this for a long time. He works at KSLX, for those of you who don't know who I'm talking about. Mark Devine. And he's been. And when we first came into the mornings. He was a, he's a pro. The dude was right. Tim and Mark back yeah. in the day. Yeah, for Tim years. and Mark. I listened to Tim and Mark. They were right. the, Tim and Mark were uh, were a staple here in the late '80s and early '90s, and even beyond that, they stayed. Most of the '90s, they were they were the Thorn and Pratt side that I absolutely loved. And I didn't even have a thing for Pratt then. I just didn't like his show. I thought he was a hack. 
that proved to be correct. But he was always a, a nice guy to me, and I've, I've, I want to publicly congratulate him on, however, 30-something years of this. Ugh. And, you know, ups and downs for sure. He had the Tim and Mark thing. Uh, Tim passed away. Not that their show was already over, but he lost his buddy. And it, just a strange kind of happenstance that he ended up back in this building. And, and uh, it, was, it was never bad having that guy around. So they're, they're going to be done at the end of March, I think, is what they said. And they're making it public. I don't know if he wants me talking about it now or cares, but... I just wanted to make a big, fat public congratulations to a guy who's been, you know, uh, throwing blows with us in this silly game for the whole time I've been in it. And I actually, I entered his arena. I came into where he was, so it wasn't that he showed up for me. He did eventually. He left and then came back, so I guess it works the other way. But He said something about he finally gets a chance to find the lost Dutchman's gold. Is that what Over he's going to do? He's huh? walk off silver alert for Follow him? the sun. Not a surprise. But uh, then you realize, oh, geez, everybody else in here thinks I'm a dick. <laughs> that's kind of when I walked away the meeting. I thought he, he had to sit me down and go, please let me have something without being an asshole. And I kind of puffed up a little because I'm like, that's right. I'll consider your request. Leave my office, please. But no, I was like, a, I would not do that. Uh, Neander Paul goes away. Oh, we're going to we're going to joke and tease constantly. <laughs> and if he said maybe down, he's heard some of the stuff, you know, sure. all the people in the mornings that have. Hey, I Try to kill my best friends <laughs> yeah. if they go, if they compete against me. My friend Chuck Powell, who's in town, I'm going to take a job over in the uh, mornings, and I'm like, I'm going to kill you. I hope you. I hope to God you are in a bread line in 18 months. Oh, there's not enough room for the both of us. No, that's mine. My money. That's all mine. You're trying to steal my money. If you stood in my kitchen and said, "Isn't there enough food in here for both of us?" I'd be like, "I bought all the food. The food I give you is what I choose to give you. Otherwise." Suffer. Unemployment lines for you. You want to go work in the afternoons? So I told Mo that same thing. I'm like, I love you, Mo. I think you're great. I'm going to dominate and destroy you until you're unemployed and probably crying yourself to sleep. That's my dream to see anybody that tries to compete against this. And someday that'll happen to me. Someone will eat us alive and be like, that's it. See that actually happening. But that's true. I won't be around for that. No, you'll be long dead. <laughs> The goal in this is competition. This yeah. is this is the reason the the failed athlete in me loves radio so much is that we get standings every Tuesday and Wednesday. We get a company that says, "Here's your standings. You're in first place," and that's the goal. And I would hope that everybody else in this business looks at me the same way. I know they do. I know I've heard people talk about it. From uh, I worked as sales and blah blah blah, and they always said, "Oh, we got to take this guy out," and they got all excited about it. And I'd sit back and go, "Not with this team." Like, you just knew when you had the pitchers and the hitters to come out and get, you know, us. And it's great. And that goddamn Beth is the only one that seems to be able to beat us every once in a while. God damn her and her gigantic hog. But, you know, I remember when Bill Austin retired. I didn't know he was sick. And we called over and I said, look, I've been watching you on TV and on and, and radio in this city since I was 12. You were the, you were the weatherman on NBC here. And I, I even said the words I didn't know. I said, what are you, dying or something? Why are you quitting? This is a cush gig for you. Uh, I just need to do other stuff. Well, it turns out he was dying. Yeah. I didn't know that. Hopefully that's not true with Mark, and maybe that's why he wanted me to leave him alone. But I did kind of, I both thought, oh, he thinks I'm a dick, and then thought, but I am a dick to the competition. He, we don't have a personal relationship, but I would hope that in closed doors that they sit and say, we got to destroy that jackass, because that's competition. That's what makes this so fun. So... Uh, in my ultimate uh, way of respect, I guess, I tip my cap to a competitor who's been 
a really nice guy the entire time, even though we have been competing. And good for him, and congratulations on a job well done. And years and years of doing this, uh, we're, we've done it for a long time. I can't imagine. He's 10, 12 years ahead of us on that. Uh, waking Seen up, it oh, all. Oh my God! Yeah, he's been through a ton of it. And now bring on the new slappies. But to be able, yeah, to, but to be able, yeah, bring on the new jackasses. We'll crush them too. I don't know who it's going to be, but good. And uh, and I just wanted to say that as a as a warrior in these silly little games, good work. Stepping out on your own terms is n- nobody gets to do that in radio, and good for you. So congratulations to Mark Devine on a incredibly good career and an awesome uh, awesome show. Now, put your gloves back on. We're fighting for another month. <laughs> but, yeah, I just, I kind of like that. He didn't go to you, Brady. He didn't say, hey, would you not make fun of me? Like, yeah, he likes no. you. He thought you're a decent person. <laughs> he had to sit me down. I was sitting in Larry's office. Can I talk to you for a minute? I'm like, sure. Hey, he's never done that. We've had chats and what? we've never hung out. He's a nice guy. We, we get along great. We'll have talks in the kitchen or around yeah. the building and stuff. But he asked me to sit, and then he walked. He, like, we could have had it right there in Larry's Very office. Very concerned about Yeah, that. and then he walked down. Like, I just don't want you, because you ruin things. You're a <laughs> jerk, <laughs> and I don't want you to do that. To, if you could just give me this moment. And I'm like, you know what? Absolutely. I wasn't going to make fun of it. He, he kind of planted the seed. Maybe I should. And then I'm like, no, no, no. Respect. But I do. I have a lot of respect for anybody that can step away from this job with by saying I retired. And the situation. Right, because, I mean, it's a double uh, dude, it's like a dream for a retirement because his uh, wife has worked for years too, and the timing for her. Oh yeah, they're both timing it out yeah. when they're both they're young, able to retire. Now. Super uh, healthy people who get to it's live crazy. their life. It's a dream. So I uh, I can tell you this: for the first time ever, I'm envious of someone at the KSLX Morning Show because <laughs> he gets to step out and do what he does, which is you know he can walk away with his head held high. I I have, I don't know. God, I can't tell you. I don't think I know any radio people who've done that. The sadder ones are the ones that won't go away, that could retire, but have so, so much ego or so much oddness that they just have to keep going. Pat McMahon. And I don't know why that is. You're done. You did a great job. Why do you have to keep popping up? You can't step away. I just told him, you know, make sure, you know, you step away completely because don't go into, you know, in the retirement Days you're over there, you walk into the restaurant and you warm up to the table. You're my dumbass of the day. <laughs> they did that for a long time. Well, the worst part is, is as you get older, you realize that eventually you're going to say the a terrible slur by today's standards. And that's how you usually, that's how old guys usually get off radio or out of the media. It's like, oh boy, here we go. He said again. There's another I miss. Yeah, yeah. You got that moment where he's nappy headed. Oh, he's like, oh, he's out. And then your whole 50 year career is just, that's how we'll go. I want to kind of go out D.B. Cooper style. We just stop showing up. There's no announcement. There's nothing. And none of us will be allowed. I'll make you sign NDAs. None of us will be allowed to speak to anybody about it ever. The story will always live like what happened to them. Is he dead? Did he move? Did they fire him? Was it something he said? And only because I would want to hear the stories that get made up. Operation that, yeah. Cookie Harvey. Yeah. <laughs> there was a lady named Cookie Harvey who just put a sign on her desk that said, gone fishing. Never, no one ever heard. Never heard from her again. I want that. People are like, I want yours to, a guy emailed me and said, I want yours to just go boom. It's like a huge, nope. There will be no gigantic party. It will no just, goodbyes, no nothing. Just Nothing. The same way they tried to go, hey, it's your 20th anniversary last year. We're going to say, I'm like, I don't, I, you're supposed to have a job at my age. It's not. That's an accomplishment we'll celebrate when we're done. 
but not like live. Like, oh, how great have we been for the last? Great. We've been on for a long time, but I'm not going to sit and like start talking about how wonderful we are. There's been a lot of F-ups. So I will talk about it when the day is over to say something like, I hope I get, I hope I get the opportunity to do what Mark's doing, which is to say on my terms, good night, turn the lights out. And everybody, run. everybody will always say, ah, you know. In radio, at least, because everyone outside of radio, they'll forget you tomorrow. I'm aware of that, too. The second we yeah. leave, no one's going to care about this. But uh, everybody in radio go, Mark Devine did it right. And he walked away. Now, hopefully, he stays walked away. Because radio guys are a lot like boxers. They leave for a little while, and then they show up again, and it's never the same. MD-12. TV 12 Mark. He oh, because you're Tom Brady thing. Yeah. I see what you're doing. Yeah. No, it's just that moment. It's like, just stay, stay retired. I think he will because, I, I mean, so don't forget, he was out for a little while. Yeah, he's, he's doing the real estate thing. But he for, came back. I know. That's what I'm saying. But yeah. I think I think he got his but ego I, pushed back I up. I and, dread the day. Uh, I can't imagine the day where I'm actually, like, watching entertainment tonight and seeing Vin Diesel did something stupid. I'm like, I got stuff to say about that. I got to get back on the air. I have no problem <laughs> not knowing stuff. Like, I want – that's the end goal is to not have to pay attention to, you know – what the most recent TikTok trends are and make fun of it. I'll make fun of it at home, but I want this show to end in the least dramatic fashion ever. And people will be like, well, Holmberg always said, you know, remember he said the about the gay guys? And they'd be like, nope, that's not why we got, you have no idea why we left and I want to, I'm letting you know, foreshadowing. And also, I'm still enjoying the crap out of this. Yeah. Like, it's still fun. So until that stops. But I can't retire yet and still gamble and drink the way I do. <laughs> I may be here until I'm 100. <laughs> and that's the other sad thing is squandering all of your career and being 60. And like, I had 6.54 in the morning and really taking a bath on this, you piles of shit. Okay, here we go. What the hell's a TikTok? And you become that weirdo. But congratulations. The radio wars are fun. And it is kind of a moment where you're like, good for you. You deep down listeners don't want us to get along. You like when we have little battles with the others. I don't care at all about the KDKB crew, what happens to them or anything else. <laughs> Not even a little bit. Like, I like Neither that. anybody else. I, uh, no one cares. <laughs> I love destroying them. I love watching them mope around the building. What are we going to do different to make it? You're terrible. You're just bad at everything. And then when they get excited, when they have like little moments, and they start dancing around screaming, we're in sixth. I'm like, I'd get fired if I was in sixth. Shut up. Let us have our moment. And I think maybe that's what Mark was talking about, is that I always throw a wet blanket on somebody else's. We had a big, we were in sixth place. We were number six with women, 12 to 13. Oh, good for you. Yeah, they, they throw parties and oh, stuff. They have, they have when drinks. Some, when they actually show up in the they, ratings. They go to bars and hang out and like, this is it. We're going to have... And then and like a week later, it's all crap again and they're moping around. I love that. Nothing makes me happier than sad KDKB people. I just think it's great. And I didn't feel that way or that extreme yeah. until my uh, upper level tickets I got two weeks ago to Paramore. They oh, made the list. Towards hating they, KDKB? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. you know why, Brady? They hate you. And Mo was down right up front. I was, yeah. den- I was in denial of yeah. that. They, you think that everybody know. likes yeah. you. This building and this this business is full of people that would love to watch you disappear. They would. I know. Love to see you sad and fired. Really likes me. There. Who's that? Dustin. 
Oh, no, Dustin hates you. Huge fan. Hates you. I know you don't like that. You'd be the first. Hate you. You'd be the first that he likes. Hate you. And I can walk you through every building in this place and be like, hey, it's Freddy from the morning show. They have meetings about you sucking and hating on you. They want, they, well, they want us dead. And uh, I do it with a wink and a nod. I'm like, okay, good. That means I get, you give me a reason to keep it up. But yeah, I, I don't would... blame them that much to hate me. I mean, no, no, you're taking my man me. and my lady over there. If they hate <laughs> Whoever, me but if you walk through iHeart, they were really cool. No, they're not. That's just to your face. They hate <laughs> oh. you. They hate you. You take money off their table. You take you take ratings away from them. So it's all right. We hate them too because they're in our way to grand success, to have an ending like Mark Devine did, which is tip your cap, walk away on your own terms. So good for you, Mark. Uh, in my odd, weird way, this is me saying I'm proud of you, I'm happy for you, and uh, the best of luck going forward. The end of March, his final TikTok. That's it. He'll do his last one and then, and then hopefully stay retired. I, I'm not one to give advice to somebody who's been at this longer than me. I certainly don't want to come across as a guy who knows it. I don't. Uh, but if I did give you advice, it would be stay retired. Don't come charging back into this because you're bored at home. F- get stay up. down, yeah, Stay rock. down, stay right? Down. It's over. Fight's over. And you got to walk away with the belt. Good for you. The IBS belt. I mean, we've got all the other good belts. We're not fighting for that. But still, congratulations. That's a big win. And he should be proud of himself. And the Andrew Paul, I got my sights set on you. <laughs> That's Larry's sights now. That's all. Oh, yeah, he's moving into Larry's yeah. territory. He's going to take over uh, Larry's time. That's mm-hmm. right. Oh, that'll be a good one. That'd be fun to watch because now I don't care. Now Neander Paul and I could be best friends because he's well. It's not going to happen, but I mean we could be uh, hypothetically or his theoretically lunch, we could his be. His lunch sack is going to be so oh, monstrous. Neander Paul's <laughs> oh ogre sack. Oh, it'd be awesome. <laughs> what do we the have Shrek in the sack, sack today, Donkey? The Shrek sack. <laughs> we give away tickets to Led Zeppelin. Uh, they come to town. Oh, you're a liar, Donkey. But let's do it anyway. He's no, he's actually, he'll be fine. In the middays, he's not my competition, so right. we can we can do anything we want now. Larry will hate him because you do that anyway. Congratulations, Mark Devine of KSLX. I should be so lucky someday not to get fired for making fun of somebody that's off limits that I just didn't pay attention to. As the world changes, who knows? Some someday there'll be a bunch of transgenders out there screaming and yelling because I made a joke I thought was hilarious and they didn't. The next thing you know, I've got a box with a few of my stuff things in there. And I'm walking out to the car for the last time and throwing the Nixon peace signs as I fly away in my helicopter. Maybe give him one cut, one guest appearance at Neander Bergeron. Oh, we should let Paul come in. and That's not a bad idea. I like Mo though. Yeah, Mo's doing a good job. She's good. That's Neander Paul's competition, too. So if Mo ever bails out, we'll see if Paul wants to host the squares. What do I care? All right. And the upper left square is the very elderly President Biden. <laughs> anyway, congrats, Mark. This is a long-winded way of saying uh, good for you. And in all sincerity, congratulations. That's a pretty awesome thing to do. So I don't know how long he's been in the 30-something years. So that's a big one. Uh, we got Rock Wars coming up in just moments. It's 98. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. We certainly didn't expect uh, people to start emailing us about never retiring, but it worked out nicely. <laughs> My passive-aggressive tribute to Mark. You can never retire. 
Please don't go. Oh, it's happening someday. I hope uh, it says I hope uh, HMS doesn't just disappear into the night like DB Cooper. But since you're warning that it might, which I guess always was or is a possibility, I'll tell you now. It's been great listening to you for all these years. Well, we're not quitting. Don't do this. Don't eulogize us now. <laughs> uh, my friends, I've lost count of how many times my friends say, "Did you hear Holmberg in the morning? Are you guys talking about blah blah blah?" Apparently, even got one of my close friends in Oklahoma to listen regularly. He emailed me a few weeks ago and said he learned about the Kevin Durant trade from you, John, his new sports news source. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I still hate Lincoln Park, Rob. There you go. Thanks, Rob. But you don't have to tell us that. Touched it all. His love, his hate. Henry said, uh, if you brought Paul in for a guest spot to TBA, uh, how many former competitors that did mornings guesting on your show would that make it now? You got Ian, Dale, Mo, Chuck Powell, and now possibly Paul. Other radio stations, though, too. Yeah. And the show of dominance to uh, it's what a show of dominance to bring them on your show to to let them know what it feels like to be part of a crew that <laughs> puts you out of business. <laughs> Said it is next level passive aggressive. And I'm like I, Henry, I don't even know if the word passive can be involved in that. That's a fairly aggressive power move. You guys want to come on a morning show? I know you're not allowed on yours anymore. Yeah, I'd like that. Feels good, doesn't it? Feels good to be in a show with listeners, doesn't it? It's pretty good. Cool. Yeah, I don't know that the word passive is involved too much. Anyway. It is truly heartfelt. I, I do, I do admire what's going on with that guy. So good for him. He can hate me all day. It's fine. This is still it doesn't mean that he didn't do something that I admire. That's an awesome thing. Uh, Brady, you won Rock Wars last yeah. week. Let me have it. What do you got for uh, the topic? This is three weeks in a row, Brett. They're doing it to screw with you. I know they want me to go to Kirby's recitals, which is your problem that you placed this on the new rules. <laughs> what was your thing again? You have to do I what? Have to double the the amount that we pay out. Of oh, yours is just yeah. money. Yeah. And then Brady has to make love to a sex doll. Uh, At you fest oh, or, or to, one of our shows. Yeah. Six nine. That's right. <laughs> he has to do the big dirty. <laughs> He's trying so hard now. We gotta get Brady. I mean, what would you rather see? Brady doing that? Or me just being horrified at some children's recital? Recital. You know, no way. Really appreciate you so in the much. throes of. But the a, thing is, they won't be able to see you at the recital. We'll just have to hear right. the stories. And we're going to put him on stage at one of our shows. Yes. with six nine. And also, you know how my stories are going to go. I'm not going in with a positive attitude. I'm going in thinking it's going to suck, and it's going to suck. You'll I, be blown away. No, I won't. The talent. I've heard it. I know what kids playing instruments sounds like. It's there's, awful. There's one tonight if you want to go, John. I got a little bit of a side eye at the Suns game the other night because they had kids singing the national anthem. And I'm sitting there going, oh, Jesus, could they flatten these notes out anymore? And the lady in front of me looks back like, that is our anthem. Those are beautiful children. It doesn't mean they're good. Got a full review tonight. Choir, you got orchestra. One tonight? Yeah. She's in choir? No, but oh. the choir will be joining in on this one. I'd it's go to her choir stuff just to hear yeah. Kirby hit those low notes. <laughs> Six talk the guys from Boys and Men. How did I do, darling? You were great. Excellent. You're a baritone. I'll do some duets with her. I'll take the high end. Well, you don't have a choice, darling. The good times, they need a laugh. That's my... We should have Kirby sing It's Hard to Say Goodbye or Time to Say Goodbye to uh, to Mark. Oh, that'd be gold. <laughs> Just outside their door. <laughs> How do I... Hit it. Say goodbye. 
Anyway, Brady, what is your uh, Rock Wars topic for this it's week? A good one for you today, boys. All right. About your faith. It's your oh, song Ash Wednesday. for Ash Wednesday. A song for Ash Wednesday. All right. We've got it. All right. We're going to eliminate low-hanging fruit. Oh, the low-hanging fruit's gone. Name yours. Uh, well, Ashes, we already did that this morning, so we got to knock that out. Uh, what is it? Ash Ashes from uh, Faith, Faith No More. No More. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Anything. How about any? All right, yeah. Maybe something that doesn't have the word ash in it. What? Make it hard. Brim full of ashes out. I look at you. <laughs> Just because. You'll play it. Uh, I think the word ash can be in it, but it has to be cleverly used. It can't just be the low-hanging, like, eh, yeah, if you want to, you'll lose with it. But a song, of, not necessarily about Ash Wednesday, though, about just your, you know, what, what you're in touch with on yes. Ash Wednesday. Your feelings it can be about towards ashes. But ashes to ashes is too easy because yeah. you've got nothing to do with it. Uh, yeah, something clever then. Uh, you can help us out, Holmberg at 98kupd.com. You can text 97936 or... Call us, but we very rarely pay attention to that. 585-9800. We did last week. I know. And Brady I know. Won on that. Our phones don't work unless we just like get one at a time, and then we we're, still hate them. So, yeah, text or uh, email. Those are the easiest ways, and then we'll find out what you guys are thinking, and maybe that will correspond with what we put out there. We'll have your Rock Wars selections next. It's... Time for the weekly battle of musical supremacy known as Rock Wars. Bratia by Mo Money Pawn. Short or long-term collateral loans from $10 to $100,000 or more American dollars. No credit needed and top dollar paid with the entire process just taking several minutes. MoMoneyPawn.com. Oh, jeez. Yeah, Brady didn't come in real He's hot usually on the him, Freddie Mercury yeah. of the group. Yeah. Yeah. Here. Derbs inspired me to go low. Oh, you know, you know, you're, she's the baritone. There's no competition for this. All right. You're not auditioning for her job. She's got it. <laughs> the whole process taking several minutes. How do I? Thank you for coming to my recital, Dolly. I want to go to that one. If she's in the choir, I want to see that. Boom, ba, boom, ba, ba, mow, mow. <laughs> the old school. The kids are doing Elvira. The kids love Elvira. <laughs> anyway, uh, the topic Brady has chosen, once again, it's Ash Wednesday. And he just says, you know what? How about a song that expresses your feelings for Ash Wednesday? Uh, no matter what it is. Good, bad, otherwise, indifferent. Come from the atheist perspective, as I would expect, uh, or Brady comes from the, gosh, this is lovely, or God knows what Brett's done on Ash Wednesday, probably some Italian murder history celebration on Ash Wednesday. <laughs> you have got to get us Sammy the Bull. He's doing interviews and podcasts and everything else. He's all over Channel 3 right now. They're doing. I got a guy yeah. that knows him. You do? All right. Let's get him in here. All right, I'll try. You do? I told you right, you're right. You're crazy. You're right. I forgot about that. Of course he does. Well, let's not stop there. Right, you, got a, you have five degrees from one of the Bonanos. Let's have him. Because you've got somebody. Look at that he face. Was a, he, he was a Gambino. He was a Bonanno. Come on. Let's get that straight. I know he was. I'm saying oh, okay. I want somebody. If you got that so easily, let's see where you can go. <laughs> I'll work on it. Sammy's on TV talking about the Kennedy assassination and all that. It's crazy. Channel 3's got some girl who just, he called her. I want to sit down and chat with you. You do? 
they were going to talk to him about something else, and he just started to spill. They're like, do you mind doing a, like an hour? Like, no, go. He's like, hey, the Kennedys yes. who did that. And it's, it's, get that. We need to get Hoffa. Done. Forget the girl's name who did the interview, but she seems as surprised as anybody else. We need no longer. She's disappeared. <laughs> I don't know. She's under the Sammy protection. Anyway, you got to get on. Either way. Uh, your song for Ash Wednesday, Brady's uh, choice of topic today. Happy Ash Wednesday to all you sell. I guess that's what you're supposed to say, even though it's some miserable give up. Oh, man, if you went, I just, all right, never mind. You got another I, one? I, I, yeah, but I'll go with this. I'm going to stick with this one. No, I'll stick with this <laughs> one. It's never too late. One. Nope, I'll stick with this you one. You can always switch no, and then I'll, apologize later. No, that's I'll the whole point. No, nope. Okay. Brady, I don't who would you chance. like to go first? Go ahead, Johnny. Let me to go first. Well, you'd think that I would do something like, ah, there is no such. No, no, no. It's a people's beliefs and you can there believe whatever no you want. There's no God. I'm not Jesus. Uh, not that. I think to myself, uh, I find Ash Wednesday to be the best and most appealing draw to Catholicism. Because really what it says is, you only have to be good with God for 40 days a year. It's pretty easy. I mean, it's the rest of the time you can do whatever you want. This is the time where you really got to give up the one thing that you know he hates. 325 to 40, that's a good ratio. That's a great ratio. If you sit back and say, look, for 320-something days, all I have to do is kind of mind the store. 40 days I really got to pay attention and because I told him I'd do something. Now, if you think about your religion, you've agreed to do all of it. It's inconvenient. But for 40 days, you say, all right, I won't jerk off into the towels for 40 days. It's deal. Or you, and then you give up something that only God would seemingly care about, which is I'm not going to eat fish with bones or <laughs> I'm going to trim my toenails every week. I don't know, I don't know what you're doing. I can eat fish with shells. Is that it? I don't know. It's a give up on something stupid. And... If you don't do it now, these 40 days, let me tell you, if you can't make it through these 40 days, I don't know what you're doing the rest of the year, and you probably should start prepping yourself for your future in the fiery abyss of hell. Twisted sister burning hell. Get it right, people. If you're going to commit to it, do it. There's just five words to say as you go down, down. Remember Pee Wee Herman going by in his bike? <laughs> Let's go! Twisted sister! You're gonna, You're gonna burn, burn in hell! It's the only song I like, by Me too. Yeah, look, if you're gonna pretend and you're gonna walk around with ashes on your head today and go, God only cares if I give up candy cigarettes for the next 40 days, then you better goddamn well give them up. And I don't believe you actually believe in a God. If the other 320 days you get your thumb up your ass, a Kaiser helmet on, and you're tugging into the towels. And like, well, he sees me, but only when I think it's convenient. If you truly knew that that dude was watching you at all times, you wouldn't be giving yourself candy ribbons on turds. <laughs> Weirdos. Enjoy your Ash Wednesday. All right. Bert? I'm sure I'm up next. So this one... I got to hand it to my former colleague that I used to share the chair with on Wednesdays because okay. he's the one that brought this to Marcus. us originally. Oh, yeah. And uh, some of the lyrics are, I'll be your savior in the streets, a freak under the sheets, right. kneel down and witness <laughs> this immaculate again. erection, baby, because yep. I'm hung like Jesus. It's the return of hung like Jesus. That's right. Oh. Damn it, you're two for two with that one. <laughs> Brady, go through the charade of your song. <laughs> it's the start of the Easter season. Yeah, it is? It's all about, uh, yeah, more or less, you're going to 40 days into it. and it Oh, then it turns into Easter. Yeah. But is it tied yeah, to Easter? Yeah, it's about sacrifice. Oh, yeah. 
It's about giving something up for Lent. Right. And it's about uh, Jesus sacrificing his life. Who better to bring that in but Scott Stapp and the boys. Creed, oh, my God. sacrifice. Oh, Jesus. Uh, what else between you and I, John? Well, is it ever? <laughs> Talk about Nickelback not deserving some of their crap earlier in the week. Creed deserves every bit of crap that they <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, Peanut Gallery, don't start crushing his terrible choice. We, we can do I'm that. I'm just crushing the band. You can not crush his choice. Oh, God. I'm free. All right, will it be Brett, me? <laughs> And that's about it. And that's about all I've got in front of me right now. Or Creed. My sacrifice. Scott, Creed, maybe, Creed. Maybe Creed 3. Uh, Adonis Creed. Go I'd, I'd Creed. rather hear Adonis Creed sing. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, will it be Brady's song, My Sacrifice by Creed? Will it be Brett's song, Hung Like Jesus by... Cancer Slug. Cancer Slug. Get <laughs> <laughs> one of God's inventions. Or will it be uh, Burning Hell by Twisted Sister? Because if you say you're going to give up your candy, and you don't, you can't even make that commitment. You really think any of this other stuff's worth your time? Uh, who wins? Holmberg at 98kupd.com. You can text 97936. We can go to Facebook if you feel like it. We'll find out who wins Rock Wars next. John Holmberg's Morning Sickness the 98. One third attention. Right in the heart of Rock Wars, the choices today are uh, glorious, I think. Uh, except for well, one. Two except for one. one. <laughs> a theme song for Ash Wednesday. Since it is Ash Wednesday, and you have people wandering around with the, the lump on their head or whatever that thing is. Uh, I chose Twisted Sisters, Burn in Hell. You've been asked a simple task of pleasing Jesus for 40 days by giving up rock candy or brocks or something like that because he hates that by the way if you went and uh, got a bump on your head you went to the wrong priest yeah you don't know sometimes well, the least a priest can do bad to me is bump me in the head if i walk what? out if i walk out of a room where i'm in a with a priest by myself and the, the worst i have is a bump on my head success if i'm rubbing my ass I'm, huh, here we go again uh brett chose hung like jesus by cancer slug and uh, Brady chose Creed. There's really no point in getting into why. Uh, my sacrifice. Uh, the votes, on, are, votes are flying in. It says, ah, it's Ash Wednesday. A miracle. And thank God and praise John. Brady is back to choosing stupid songs for stupid topics. <laughs> There's our pop pop, and we know and love him. You're out, Brady. The reign of terror is over. Bert, I love your choice. Hilarious. However, think about it. Jesus was Jewish. I mean, I'm just saying, if you want to be hung like that, more power to you. I don't know what that is, taking a shot at Jewish people being hung yeah. I don't know. Where's Larry? Let's ask him what he thinks. I bet of you this. Larry's got a package. Yeah, I don't know. Larry's got one of those bodies where it's the skinny kind of average Joe body, and it's just dangling fury coming off of it. It's definitely thing. gonna look bigger now because he's he's very trim. No, he's really little. But I bet you he's one of those skinny guys with a huge. Like you see in porn, that dude's got no, no meat like... on his bone at all. Yeah, he's spinning <laughs> that dreidel. John, at first I was a little disappointed with your choice, but in actuality, it is the true fu from an atheist. Here's hoping Brady's God does exist, and then you can call, you can all rot in hell with the rest of us for being hypocritical dicks almost all the time. You get my vote, Chance. So thank you, Kyle. Uh, this one says, uh, oh, wait, that's the same thing. Uh, oh, God. Somebody just sent me a picture of an almond joy. I almost ran from the computer. <laughs> I have to go with Brett on this one just so I can listen to that stupid song again. You know who else was hung like Jesus? Not Brady. Uh, I have to go with Brett. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, this one says, uh, Brady for the win. 
See you at the recital, John. Bastards. Uh, this one says, at the freak chance Brady's God does exist, I need all the help I can get. So I'm going to vote for Brady just because he seems closer than you guys, Steelers dad. Uh, this one, I would give it to Brett. He's a genius. Uh, I vote for Holmberg because regardless, you're all going to burn in hell. Nobody's perfect. Well, what an uplifting uh, Ash Wednesday message. Thanks for that one. Uh, Bert nailed this one. Uh, I get it. <laughs> uh, this one says Brady nailed it. I get it. The nail jokes. Uh, and then it just turns into all Brett. I vote Brett. Hung like Jeebus. Jeebus, huh? Yeah. I mean, all of them. Uh, Ash Wednesday. Brady, I gave up waffle stomping my turds down the shower drain for 40 Good days. Good for you. <laughs> I hope God likes that. <laughs> Great job, Brett. Well, I guess if that's your Lent choice, you've got such a problem with stuffing your thickness down the shower drain. Yeah. Uh, here's one. I vote for none of you. I'm changing the station. <laughs> all right. <laughs> you hold all the power. <laughs> Uh, all right, on the emails, it was a runaway. After a little bit of uh, closeness, Brett just ran off with it. Uh, what do you got over there on the text and stuff? Uh, right now on text, it's a tight battle between Brett and Brady. What? He's, he's texting over yeah, there. There is no with. goddamn way. Doctor, Good work, people. Dr. Tooth and You Ronnie and your burner phone <laughs> are at home working the phones. Uh, and uh, you got the other thing for uh, Facebook, or did you do it? I didn't do Facebook. Yeah, I got so four categories. Got all right, four categories, John Gordon. Number three is... Text. Text! We have to refresh. Refresh it and find out. I'm out. Ooh. Somehow you're in a battle with Brady for this. And if you lose right now, I'm rooting for you so hard. <sighs> Come on, Brett! I'm How the hell does this happen? Text the word wars to... Four in a row. Are you yes! kidding me? Four in a row. Get, God bless you all. Get the f*** out of He's here. He's got a burner phone over there. <laughs> yeah. There is no goddamn way no that way. Brady <laughs> beats anybody on this radio station. 48% to 46%. You keep picking Brady oh. to pick the topics week in and week out. And for the Great next 40 win. days, we'll have no, uh, we're going to give up uh, Rock Wars for Ash Wednesday, uh, Ash Crap. Yeah, Wednesday, let's do that. Lent thing is. I say we skip next week. I think we skip the next <laughs> right. 40 versions there of you go. Hey. Come on, guys. Yeah, we're... Uh, all right, my got a two-week lead now, gentlemen. See, the thing is, is that everybody thinks because if Brady wins, a John, if, if I win, John still has to do it too. Yeah, it doesn't matter if Brady wins or not. The, and I'm as long actually, as John doesn't. If I'm you actually want to see him do that. Ruined by what you just said, and I'm going to lean on it. But yes, it's Brett's true. right. <laughs> At least make the topics entertaining week to week. We have a box of Kleenex in here for these. Boys. Yes, we do. Hand over some tampies because I'm a, I'm a five right now. That's exactly oh, right. I'm gushing. I am gushing. Get I Schumer need, in here. Get Tiger Woods' bag out. I want to grab it. I'm going to reach around Tiger Woods' bag. <laughs> I take Tiger's tampons over Schumer's. Schumer's are like life rafts. Anyway, great job, Brady. And this is your fault, everybody. Yeah. The sound you're hearing is your uh, fault. I'm going home. Think about what you want to give up today. The, the, the dude Go that, get your lump on the head. Yeah, give up Creed. Yeah, the dude that's <laughs> wrong with you people. Dude, it counts. One uh, of the guys said I voted for Creed just to hear you guys bitch about it. And you're right. It worked. <laughs> Enjoy it. You did this. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. I don't want to give up the entire audience for Lent. Sacrifice it. Sacrifice my sacrifice. Ugh, yuck. I don't want to hear this anymore. Oh, it's so... Uh, here's here's 
Here's one that just came in for you. All right. My sacrifice. You I can't make it through that whole song. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> this is direct. <laughs> I hope whoever voted for Brady is able to get that HIV rash cured in the next 40 days. <laughs> Brady, if I wanted to listen to this, I'd turn to KDKV or try to stick my head up my own ass. <laughs> Thanks for that. He's right. Yuck. By the way, uh, JG didn't do this, but this texter says, this is what happens when you let JG override yeah. the will of the people, John. <laughs> he killed <laughs> Brett's obvious win and started this East Palestine train wreck. That's exactly that right. On the air. I'd rather live in East Palestine than play a Rock Wars again with Brady and Creed. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> I'd rather just go lick the railroad tracks over there in Ohio. <laughs> Crying out loud. <laughs> Uh, John, I got to speak for the will of the people here. No one wants to see Brady dry F anything, <laughs> let alone a doll specifically manufactured for that purpose. Dry? Uh-uh. <laughs> uh-uh. It's, it's now known by Justin Grew. I didn't even read his email, but I just like the subject. It says, uh, 2023 will forever be known as the pop-pop conspiracy. <laughs> Listen, I'm in for voting for all the joke songs, but Brady, you're taking it a step too far. We need you, Carrie Lake in here because yeah. this is just yeah, we, this is ridiculous. Don't do, that. Fixed. don't do that. Don't do that. It's very late in the show. Right? <laughs> I want to breathe. Uh, it's time now for Brady, the champion again of Rock Wars. Well, next week's topics again going to probably be pretty bad. It's all your fault. And it's all your fault, people. All you have to do, though, honestly, is just give up. I was going to do Faith by uh, Limp Biscuit too. Because I find faith to be somewhat hilarious. Because you can tell me, I believe in that. And I'm like, I'll ask, Very well, malleable. prove it to me. And they say, I have faith. And I'm like, well, I have faith that you're wrong. So neither of us are presenting evidence. Uh, now give me something. But then I didn't want to get into that argument. And it turns out Creed won. <laughs> there is no God. No, there it's isn't. just proved it right here. How right have I been? Yeah. And besides, I was always on the fence, but now yeah, you, no, you've I've, sold I've talked me. You don't believe that's, that's that. a miracle that no, Creed won. No. No, let me tell you this. <laughs> in order to believe in God, you have that's to say. Point too, here, here's what you have to say. In order to, be, in order to believe in God, you have to say, I'm just like Scott Stapp. Ugh. I believe. I don't ever want to be in that guy's ballpark. If he believes it, I go the other way. If he was a Steeler fan, I'd be a Ravens fan. <laughs> Ooh, that's damn. a fact. Whoa. Yeah. Especially today. He can have lunch today because of that song played. Huh? Needs the money. Who, Scott? Oh, yeah, yeah. we'll give him a six cents from the play. I see what you're doing. I gotcha. I would have sent him six bucks, not six cents if we didn't yeah. have to play that. Yeah, I would, I, would, I would send him a, like a month's <laughs> worth of lunch. I'd give up lunch and give it to Stapp so he didn't have to. Ugh. Anywho. <laughs> I just read that. <laughs> Says uh, Scott Stepp sounds like the most talented homeless guy I've ever heard. <laughs> Pretty good. Uh, it's nine fifty nine. It's time for the entertainment drill, and it's brought to you by our friends at ReactDefense.com, the home of tactical black self defense training. And uh, you can't defend yourself from Father Time, I'll tell you that. And Josh Ackerman uh, is forty today. It's his birthday, and he's one of the uh, superstars up there. He's a son of Jay, ruler of the land. He is uh, one of the best trainers you could ever imagine. One of the most proficient people I've ever seen with this entire system. Like, that guy 
And he's an unassuming man. You see him and you'd be like, I think nothing of it. But that's the perfect example. Josh is the perfect example of why exactly you don't mess with anyone. Josh looks just like anybody else. He's not some yoked giant that you'd think, oh, I don't want to mess with this guy. If you wanted to try to get into a pickle with him or decide to mess with Josh, you would be in for a nightmare. I have never. There's a thing called heavy hands. I have never known anything like the heavy feet of Josh Ackerman. The man's light kicks move you to a point of just wanting to puke. And uh, and he just kind of he, he can lift his leg up and kick you in the side of the head. It's He's amazing. And this is the type of thing that, that like, you'd think about when you're like, oh, you have to be a big badass weightlifter, tough guy. You have to look the part to be, you know, to not be messed with. That is untrue. And Josh proves it. Tony is the other one. Tony Sprague is a great trainer and one of the best scrapper, grappler fighters I've ever seen in my life. And, uh, again, another unassuming type. You don't have to be what you think of when you think defense or tough guy. Not at all. And it doesn't make you a tough guy. It makes you smart. And that's all there is to it. Get a little training under your belt. Happy birthday to Josh, uh, 40 years old and just going strong up there at React Defense, doing his thing. It's a family-owned operation. Uh, Jay started it a long time ago. His son got interested in that. His daughter's involved. His wife's involved. The whole family does it. And uh, and they're great. And Josh is an unbelievable trainer. And he'd be the one you'd be dealing with. It's uh, right face-to-face if you go up there and sign up, reactdefense.com. And plus, you get to, I don't think Josh is wearing the big suit anymore. Now that he's 40, he's not wearing the, the suit that you get your ass kicked in uh, by the seminars. Because those, those uh, rape prevention classes and ladies' self-defense, they put on a... They've torn through the suit. Oh, the well, you do take a beating inside that thing. It's, it's protective to a point so that you're allowed to go 100% when you beat them up. When they got you, and he has to beat you up in the suit, and you have to fight. There's been some serious stuff going on because they let you go. It is the most intense thing ever, and uh, these people are unbelievable at what they do. Uh, Forty years old doesn't stop them. You can be forty, you can be fifty. Doesn't matter where you are. They'll start you crawl, walk, run program. That's how that works, and get you going. Lady self defense still available. Little bits here and there. Uh, you can check in on that. The uh, definitely the CCW. Um, uh, gun safety thing is coming up on the 21st of April, and you should get involved in that. I'll definitely be at that. Uh, all these seminars, all these classes, everything they got, it's available to you at reactdefense.com. Check it out. Get to be part of it. Become a sheepdog. Stop being a sheep and do it today. Phoenix, Glendale, and Chandler. It's reactdefense.com, the home of Tactical Black Brady Entertainment. Speaking of punching, Jonathan Majors has had fight scenes with both Michael B. Jordan and Paul Rudd. Oh, yeah, he's an Ant Man. So who hits harder? Might not be as obvious as you think. He says, uh, Mike hits harder. Uh, he hits really hard. But, however, Paul hits a, a softer spots when he hurts. I mean, when he hits me, he knows where to he hit you. He you. There's people yeah. who can do it. Jay Ackerman up there is a guy who can hit you in a spot in your chest over yeah. and over. And I've, I've yet to figure out how to defend it. And it's this weird little, like, Achilles hit. Some guys know... Almost pressure point punches. But again, heavy hands. It doesn't really matter if you're born with it. So today's lessons uh, hit smarter, not harder. Yeah. Again, if you're sitting there and thinking, I want to fight Michael B. Jordan or Paul Rudd, it's a pretty easy pick. Yeah. Next thing you know, Paul Rudd's got thumping hammers on those wrists and you didn't even realize it. Doesn't look the part, but you don't you don't want to fight adults. As adults just don't fight. <laughs> Iggy Azalea joined OnlyFans back in January. Charging twenty five bucks a month. She's showing her hooey. She's making a ton of money. Iggy Azalea showing the whole package out there. She got those Haven't cans put in. But um, you what? She got cans put in. She, she had cans before, didn't she? I don't think. Did so. she get real She's massive ones? About them. No kidding. 
They put a couple of pictures up there, but there's no. Uh, it's just in like a bikini. What happened to her? She was like a huge thing, and she had, had a song out for disappeared. Was right? this her on? Because no, is... oh, those are old. I know. There's not. I you know we're not paying for the new ones. Twenty five large. This is all I could get with our uh, with our internet. Yeah, here. I never got the Iggy Azalea thing, but a couple of those pictures, the top couple were great. And Sean Mendez was spotted wow. on a hike Monday in L.A. with his girlfriend. They're saying fifty one year old girlfriend. He's dating an old lady, Doctor oh. Jocelyn Miranda. She uh, she's fifty one. She's fifty one. I saw a picture of her. This. Pretty solid. That's the only new stuff we have. He needs to start hanging out with DiCaprio. <laughs> get get a clue, dude. I saw a picture of this girl. I thought she was younger than him. Really? Yeah. Uh, this is written on Iggy's underpants. I will not accept a life I do not deserve. Well, good for you. It's written on your panties. <laughs> you should just say you should just say Monday. Fifty-one-year-old Doctor Jocelyn. Yeah. There's a couple of pictures pictures of her as well. She looked great in the pictures I saw. They were jogging. I think she, and she works with a lot of other stars. No. Not to mention that kid looked great, too. That's Sean Mendez. He's shredded. Well, that's not a good picture of her. Jeez. What the hell is that? This is her. Uh, this Instagram. is her. That's expired. <laughs> <laughs> Give it a second, Brett. All right, all right. Well, that picture was. <laughs> Judgment made. Next page. <laughs> Next broad. Take me back to that fat-ass Australian broad. <laughs> Kurt Cobain once painted the image of Iron Maiden's killers on a guy's skateboard in exchange for 20 bucks and some weed. And now to- Tony Hawk is selling replicas for, for charity. Ugh. How much is the original board worth? Yeah, if you I could find that thing, man. You know how many times that's exchanged hands, oh, probably? Tons for weed. weed yeah. <laughs> or it's no weed. longer around. Oh, yeah. No, Somebody be. skated the hell out of it and Wrecked didn't care. Soul ground it yeah. right off. I don't know if you saw this or not, but Bernie Sanders accidentally walked into somebody's TikTok dance video. <laughs> I did not. It's pretty funny. <laughs> oh, these Asian people. There he is. He's just hanging around behind it. What's going on? <laughs> Uh, walks around it. What's socialism? Everybody should do a video with everybody. I loved when you were in BTS. Yeah. I love you, kids. Chung <laughs> uh, Hai. Uh, I don't know what to tell you, but you're in my way. I'm a very old man. How great would that have been if he joined? If he started in. dancing oh. and they talked him into it. If Bernie Sanders got in on a TikTok, I'd still be peeing. You know how much money he would have raised? Anyway, here we are. I'm running for uh, office again, and I understand this gets the youth. He's the only one that talked to the young voters because he kept saying, oh, everything's free. Yeah, I'm 18. I'm broke. I'm like, you got my ear. Voting for that guy. The crazy old man who doesn't comb his hair says everything will be free. Also, uh, we'll make TikTok videos all day. Only fans free. Free. We'll make that free, Brady. It'll be easy. Only fans will be free. See, you Zaley's butthole. Free. <laughs> all, all you got to do is vote for me. He, he got desperate at the end. <laughs> you ever seen? I think we played it last year, but it's it's appropriate again to mention the one girl that's doing her influencer thing out front. We played it last year, and uh, she's outside, and she goes, "Oh my god, 
Isn't it weird when you see people jogging and stuff and they're cute? I just got done with my jog and I still look cute. And you just hear, move, bitch! Yeah. Yeah. Black History Month! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she just stops cold. I loved it. Anyway, happy Black History Month. And uh, all you Catholics out there, have a wonderful dirty face day. And give up that thing. you got 40 days. Don't screw around. It's the, it's the sweeps period for Jesus. He's watching hard for the next 40. Jesus sweeps. Jesus sweeps. Like, these are your 40. <laughs> you made a commitment. The other days, he doesn't really pay this much attention. But right now, if you say you quit, you better quit. He's listening to Creed right now. He's listening to Creed. You better make that sacrifice. If you say, I'm not going to beat off for 40 days, don't complain about it. You want to live in eternity with the Lord Jesus? Do your job. Quit wrecking all your socks. Uh, we're done. Larry's coming up next. He's got it right. He's Jewish. He doesn't have to deal with any of this <laughs> dirty face stuff. Uh, you guys have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow right here on the Morning Sickness. Hello! You've been listening to the daily podcast of Holmberg's Morning Sickness, brought to you in part by your Valley Chevy dealers. You can drive away in a brand new Chevrolet this President's Day. Visit valleychevy.com for details.